and welcome to episode 15 of the Arcade Hangout. Uh, we are a group of uh, collectors uh, and enthusiasts who just love old arcade games, love playing them, love restoring them, fixing them, um, trading them, all that sort of good stuff. Uh, I am Orange Whip, and uh, we're going to go around the room and get everybody to introduce themselves and uh, just get them to answer tonight's question. And today's question is a good one. I believe this was actually given to us by somebody in the uh, chat uh, last week, uh, YouTube chat as well. Um, and it is, what is the rarest game you've ever seen in person? Um, so let's do, let's do that on that for a little bit. And uh, I know Jimbo already kind of mentioned that he's never seen one. So we're going to start off with him and put him in the hot spot here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jim Bodini on Clav. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel that I would throw up, but my lower thirds isn't working. It's uh, Dinky Flicks on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Like, nothing comes to mind when I think of rare rare games, like, you know, going by what everyone else talks about on Clav and um, some of those titles. But I would say offhand I can think of maybe a couple over at uh, Sean's Fetish Boys' uh, parties. He's got, or at the time he had a wacko, um, so that's the first one I guess that comes to mind. That's not a s super common game that I am aware of. Um, I don't know. That's that's a really good question. I I, I guess I've never really thought about it. Um, I'm trying to think of other games that of, of parties I've been to. Uh, Maybe some some. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matrix Adam, when I was at his place, he had a Star Trek. And I've haven't seen too many of those, and it was, well, it was down. <laughs> it went down for his party, you know. Um, but yeah, I I guess I haven't. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I, I'd have to think about it some more. Something will probably come to mind after we're done uh, with the show. Well, feel free to pop it in any time if you can think of something as we go along. Sorry to be boring. That's all I got. And I'm drinking Oktoberfest. Sam Adams. And, and, and all your games are dead. And they're off to protect them <laughs> from this show. <laughs> For now, yeah. The show does it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I, well, I've got eyes on because I was playing playing that earlier a little bit. Actually, I just played one game. I'll talk about that later. So. Wait, wait, uh, Steve, I want you to talk a little bit more so you can watch the uh, the chick dancing and the reflection in the glass behind you. Oh, that's Rico Suave. <laughs> 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 I got my videos going. Nice. <laughs> cool. So uh, you pass along to Jimbo. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. I'll pass it to our guest tonight, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. If you don't know me, I'm Sarah AB87 on the KLV forums, and the rarest game I've ever seen is also my favorite game. It's the Sega R360. If you don't know what that is, it's a huge simulator cabinet that turns you upside down, and basically you flip all over the place. It's a really wild experience. The reason I like arcade games so much is because I play the R360, basically. It really got me into arcade games. That's G-Lock, isn't it? Yeah, it's G-Lock R360. That's the game that's inside of it. The other game that can be inside of the R360 is the Wing War, but that's really hard to find. Okay. There's a collector in California that also has a Wing War R360. I played the R360 at the Skyline Tower basement in Ontario, Canada. I'm on the East Coast. I live in Niagara Falls, New York, so I'm right across the border. They don't have the R360 anymore at the Skyline Tower, though. There's they basically also... no R360s left that are working. It's really, really hard to find. 
Yeah. But Sega also recently updated that. Ah. Uh, oh, I lost her. Lost her. It's... Oh, it cut out there. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Oh, last, sorry, last sorry, sorry. My PC is choking over here. Okay, I think where there was, was one in the Seattle area, too, if I remember correctly, somewhere. <clears throat> There were a lot of them around the USA, Minnesota, the Mall of America, Las Vegas, New York City, basically all the big cities, and the Space Needle in Tennessee, of course, which we all know what happened to that one at one point. Yeah, they also they also put Afterburner in it. As far as I know, Afterburner wasn't made for the R360. It, was, it wasn't made for it, but I have seen it in that system. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I've seen Radmobile. I, have a, I also run a group on Facebook called the Sega R360 Fan Club, and it's, I believe it's up to over 600 members now. And I, it's, as I was saying before, Sega also recently made the updated R360, which is called the R360Z. And it has the Transformers game in it. And you can only play the Enjoy Plus in Japan right now, but I hear it's coming to America. Cool. Sweet. I don't yeah. think I've ever been in one of those. You'll probably get sick if you are, so you better be ready for the new one to come out. Uh, then I'm not going to, because I get sick easily. <laughs> yeah, I had, uh, I had an upright uh, G-Lock, uh, like in 2005 or six, I think. Um, but it didn't... It, I know, I'm cutting uh, out, okay. There was a problem, Another I think, yeah. Another rare game I've seen is the Space Harrier cockpit, which I've also seen at the basement of the Skyline Tower. I know Funspot has one, but I'm hearing there were only 68 made for the whole world. Wow. It definitely qualifies as a rare game, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yep, saw the one at Fun Spot. Yep, I remember seeing it too. I don't think I've ever seen a sit-down one. Was it actually working, Andrew? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I've got a video of a guy playing it. Yeah, I might too. I took a lot of video, but I don't remember ever really watching or looking at it too much. Afterburner is another one of my favorite games, but that one's not as rare. It's actually pretty common. Well, not these days. As far as I know, Funspot's the only place that's operating an Afterburner cockpit in America. I don't know of another one. Uh, There's one up by me. Uh, one of the uh, one of the only arcade that's up here. They have a an Afterburner cockpit. The one that the motion. Where are you? Where are you? I'm in Vancouver. Oh yeah, you're in. Do you know the Edmonton Mall? Yeah, that's in Calgary. Yeah, because I heard a lot that they used to have some really good games back in the day, like Sega Power Slide and some really rare stuff. Yeah, Steve had one. I think he sold it because it took out yeah. a ton of room at Grinker's. Yeah, they're really heavy. Sure yeah, they, they take a pretty good footprint, that's for sure. Yeah. What else was I going to say? Those are definitely two good games. Cool. Would you like to pass it along to somebody else, Sarah? I'll Just... pass it along to... I can't... See the names. I'll pass it along to Crafty. Crafty. Oh, thanks. Sorry, I was muted. Um, yeah, I was just I've been thinking about that, and I think, you know what? It would it would probably be um, over at uh, John Exidy's house. Uh, his multi deco system. Hmm. Um, so it's the uh, it's I think it's the the cab is kind of white. It's it's not really a Super interesting cabinet, but um, the board that's in it is this multi-board that only nine, eight or nine of them are made. Um, the guy never made any more runs of them, so it's basically all the Deco cassette games, but they're on an SD card or in, in RAM. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool cabinet. I wonder if I can find... If I find a picture, I'll post it. 
uh, while somebody else is talking. But other well, you guys are talking. If you can find images of what you're talking about, feel free to share them with us. Uh, um, but, you know, Deco made all those cassette games in the early 80s. It was a multi-system that wasn't super popular, but I think it was one of the first multis. So it was it was a, a multi that was it all just like uh, software or did they actually use the the tapes? It was it was tape driven. The whole thing was tape driven. Yeah, this is John's here. Actually, I just it's the only it's the one I found right away when I googled it. I'll post the link here in chat. Sure, I can share it with everybody here. Um, oh yeah, I think I've seen it on Roth blogs. Yeah, so I mean, his is—I um, don't know if his marquee still says Burger Time, but that's the artwork, and uh, the it was from Data East. Uh, Burger Time is actually a Deco game, but it was also released—I mean, m most most uh, commonly released as a standalone game, but it was a Deco tape game. You know, I actually had a Deco version of Burger Time. Doesn't that go bad? Uh, uh, I would imagine those tapes go bad after a while from playing, but. It was even in my friend's house that had caught on fire, and it was still still running after that. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I I know I don't know about the cabinet itself, uh, but I know the system, the multi-system. Like I said, only eight or nine of them are made. Um, not from a from Data East themselves, but from another collector who basically. Kind of like a, a you know a Mark Spath kid. He put it together and released a very small batch of them and just never made any more. That's cool. And like uh, like Spath was hard to get a hold of, and no one knows where the guy really went to. Yeah. Other than that, there's a lot of cabs and Grinkers that could probably qualify. Um, looping. I've never seen a looping anywhere else but at Grinkers. Um, Major Havoc and a Tempest. I've actually seen two of those, but both of them have been like, you know, in, at like Grinker's or at uh, Zylo's place here in Denver. Andrew, does John does John have a Major Havoc in a, de a dedicated one? I thought he did. This is a Tempest conversion as well. Oh, that's right. His is a Tempest conversion. It was he had an iRobot. That's what he had. It has that same cabinet. And a Firefox. Uh, yeah, Firefox is. Uh, oh, not not actually, a Jacobson, but. Uh, oh, Exidy. Exidy. Oh, uh, yeah, no, he doesn't have a Havoc. He hasn't had a Havoc for a while. Yeah, I thought at our last get-together we were there he had a Havoc running. No, he had an iRobot running. Oh, okay. I've played an uh, original dedicated Major Havoc. There's a guy in Seattle who has one. He, bring, he brings it to the show usually every year. Uh, Definitely cool looking. Yeah, I mean, the original cab, very distinctive. Um, but but um, who was I talking to? I might have been John. Um, actually, he had a good point. It's like that that form factor. It it kind of is hard to find a place for it in the in the row because the the bottom half is narrow. So there's a lot of empty space on the side. So it doesn't quite like work in the middle of a bunch of other cabs. It kind of has to be on the end or with Firefox and iRobot. You know, that's like Tubin. I had a Tubin and it was the very same way. Yeah. I hated the cabinet on that thing. I mean, if you're cursed to have all three of those, then I guess you could put them all together. That would be, you know, such a horrible thing. But well, and, and 720 and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all those cabs like that. No weird shapes. Just have an awkward wall of all the awkward cabs. But that's me. So um, let's see. I'll pass it on to oh who. We, 
Who's, who's hanging out here now? Um, well, I know uh, Buffett's probably got. Well, he could, he's probably got a pretty rare one. You can tell us about. Oh, I don't know if I own a pretty rare one. Well, just seen one. Just the rarest cab you've seen. If played in person, you've seen. Uh. Hmm. Well, it half works, but the rarest one that I have and or have seen or played is my half-working, I think, bootleg of Quadrupong. That's cool. Yeah. It, it, the monitor comes on, and the game kind of half works, but it, I can't remember exactly what it didn't do at the moment, but it didn't do something. Like, it had a hard time starting the game. Or something, but I played it once or twice, and it's been in storage ever since. So <laughs> that's probably the rarest one that I've played that I can think of, anyway, at the moment. Um, hmm. I know. I know I've seen, but it doesn't work. I know where a paddle battle is. That's another uh, like pong clone. I've touched the cab, but it doesn't come on. <laughs> oh, that counts or not. So your magic that. touch didn't do anything to make it work? No, it wasn't even plugged in, so it was kind of hard. <laughs> so, but I, I think I don't know if it's missing the monitor or not, or the TV or whatever's supposed to be in it. I'm not sure if that's there or not. So, but uh, but that's another rare one. Of course, it's like a bootleg, you know, but kind of a rare bootleg. Um. Hmm. I'm sure I've played or seen others. Most everybody's done computer space. I've never played it. I pushed a button on it once. <laughs> I've seen that in person, but it never works where I see it. I yeah. Know. Well, the, the guy from Retro Gaming Roundup, uh, Scott, I go to his arcade party sometimes, and uh, his he his works, and oh. it's all. So I've only I've seen computer it. space. Yeah, I've touched it a bunch. Just, I've <laughs> just never played it. That's all. And how many? How many of those were made? I don't know how many were actually made because they were made in what four or five different colors, and yeah, there the was blue, the red, the yellow, and a green. green. Oh yeah, I've seen a computer space. Uh, another Pac-Man has one, a yellow one. What? I forgot what, about that. One of the rarest one is actually the 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 uh, dual two-player model. Right, yeah. That's one of the rarest ones of all. I've never seen one of those in person. I've only seen it in pictures. So like, I know of one for sale. A dual monitor? Yep. A dual dual player? Hey, dual player. That's cool. Yeah. Don't got that kind of scratch, so it'll have to stay for sale. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's not cheap. No, could imagine not. Um hmm. Well, Anyway, before I forget, thearcadebuffet.com. <laughs> you need your monitor fixed, give me a shout. Yeah, we're here to plug. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, but uh, other, than, other than that, not much, uh, not much else, not much else to report at the present moment. I'm supposed to pick up another monitor tomorrow on the way to work. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that counts or not <laughs> as news. Um, let's see. 
Hmm. Oh, I'm putting up on the forums. If anybody wants any parts out of a uh, ticket tack toe redemption game, um, I've got two of them. One of them I'm going to turn into a virtue pin. So all the guts, except for the speaker, or the glass, the lockdown bar, and all the cosmetics, I don't need the rest of it. So if y'all need any of those parts, let me know. What uh, what pinball emulator are you going to put in it? Whatever runs Virtua Pin, I have no idea. Well, there's there's two out there. There's Future Future Pinball and uh, uh, Visual Pinball. Was the other one? Mm. Uh, whatever the better one is, I have no idea. <laughs> I gotta get my friends to build all the stuff, so I don't know. Yeah, one of them has a bit better physics on it. Yeah. So, whatever one has, you know, it is the most realistic. And if I can get a couple, you know, a couple games for it, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't have a lot. Yeah, I don't have a lot of room, and I like playing a bunch of different pins. It's not the same, but still, you know. Yeah. It's still fun. Yeah, it's better than not being able to play them at all. So, that so that would really be the only emulated game I have, but. There's no other way to emulate pinballs unless you have the thing. But you can also, if you have a PC system, you can also put a, a pinball arcade on it because you can map the buttons and stuff on it. So that's a pretty good emulator for pinball. I have a lot of games too. Yeah. That one you have to buy all the individual games, so. Yeah, you can buy it by season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you do have to buy them, but you can pick and choose what ones you want. Yeah, I'm more of the, you know, fun for free kind of thing. Yeah. Well, a lot of them you can actually, there's a an actual editor where you can actually make your own tables and stuff, too, if you wanted to. Yeah. Both both those emulator ones that I was talking about, you can do that. But one oh, uses the 3D assets, and the other one uses just pictures, you know, picture representation. It can't, the field can't move around or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but the one that doesn't move has better... Physics engine to it. It feels more like a real pinball, though. So, what do you mean it doesn't move? Like, like a, the future, future, future pinball. You can change the angle of the camera the, angle, the oh. camera angle of how you're looking at it. Like if you're a tall person or a short person, right? Because they're actually like rendered 3D models. Yeah, every piece is like put in, <clears throat> and the other one's just a static picture taken of a pinball field in high res, and all the 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 toys and everything on the play field are all pictures. Right. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, like if you're playing Attack from Mars, you hit the spaceship in the middle. You know how it shakes. Yeah. Those are individual frames of animation put in to make it look like it's shaking. So it's not a 3D asset. There's there's something I've seen that's pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have seen the video or not, where the guy is basically wearing like an augmented reality headset. And he's playing future pinball, and he and no matter where you look on the table, you see your angle of the table. Oh, weird! So, so it actually feels real. That's cool. Yeah, oh. so you can actually move to the side of the table, and you're actually looking at the table from the side. Yeah, that's, that's cool. a hell of a processor in that thing. Yeah, it's it's. There's a video on YouTube about it. It was it was pretty cool. Hmm. That sounds cool. So, but yeah, whenever I get to do, whenever I get to finally pick up the pieces I need over time I'll post a thread about it and get some advice on you know how to do what and stuff like that so but uh, if y'all need any of those parts inside like I said I'm getting ready to post a thread up here in a little bit try to get rid of the parts if nobody claims any of the parts or anything by the end of October I'm just going to scrap most of it cut the connectors off push the pins out scrap the harnesses 
stuff like that. So, because I can't keep it, I got two of them, and I only need one. So, they're both in really good cosmetic shape. So, if anybody wants to add a cabinet to do the same thing I'm doing, then come get it. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. <laughs> like I said, I just don't need two of them, but they're in really good shape. So, it'd be a shame to just trash it. Yeah. But uh, well. Would you like to pass it along there, Buffett? Um, sure. Why not? Um, hmm. I want to hear the man drinking a beer. What he has to say. That He's must be. That must be Mr. Dave. Which yeah. one? Usually he has. A, usually he has a twin. <laughs> I got him. See, clear, clear the throat out there, Dave. <laughs> What, what's the uh, what's the question? What's the rarest uh, game that you've played or seen? You've ever seen in person, yeah. And does your wife know you're going to the Grinkers? That's the that's the <laughs> first question. <laughs> oh my God! Tell me she knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, the whole reason I was waiting is I was waiting for confirmation from my cousin if he's going to go, and he is. You sound like a little kid asking if you can sleep over at his friend's house, and he totally does. It was, it was. <laughs> so this was Sunday. She had asked me maybe on Friday or Thursday, "Do I have anything going on the 10th of October?" And it was real quick. And I said, "Oh, I have an arcade tournament." Oh, okay. And then she didn't say anything else about it. And then, so then Sunday. We're, we've got my two kids, and we're in the minivan going to a pumpkin patch. And we're driving there, and she's like, uh, so w what time is this arcade tournament on the 10th? And I'm like, uh, uh, 10 in the morning. <laughs> and she's like, uh, what time do you think it's over? I go, I don't know, 6. And, and then she goes, where is it? And I'm like, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> So then she like stopped. I mean, we're driving. She stopped and smirked. She goes, "What do you mean it's an Idaho?" I go, "Don't you remember when I asked you like three, four months ago if you wanted to go?" She and then uh, she's like, "What?" She's like, "You planned the whole thing." I'm like, oh, I, uh, "I I have to go. My name's on the T-shirt. Uh, I, I I gotta go." <laughs> you better be right about the T-shirt. Yeah, and it's a little different for me because. It's standby with the airline, and there's no money really up front. Besides, I reserved a hotel room four or three months ago, whatever it was. But uh, it was it was kind of a rough uh, rough Monday. <laughs> Today was a little better, and uh, I think he's come to terms with it. But, By Friday, uh, you won't even be thinking about it. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking about it today because now that I have to look at the flights I'm going to have to take, it's like, I mean, this place is a pain to get. It's a pain to maintain the connection, too. <laughs> yeah. we lost you. It looks like we lost you, Dave. Dave! Where did Dave go? <laughs> I love what he says. I gotta go. My name's on the t-shirt. <laughs> I have a commitment. <laughs> wait, 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 where's the Adam? We need him to... Oh, we can't even... I know, it was dark. I was looking at it, too. Yeah, damn it. That's because the battery went dead on the car. Uh, quick, get Gak in here. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Uh, Buffett, do you want to pass it on to somebody else, then? Uh, 
Yeah, let's see what Andrew has to say. He might have to go early. Uh, well, that's right. Mine's going to be pretty short, too, because uh, so no one's mentioned any games that... Uh, or Well, I don't have any games on my list, at least in my head, that I can think of that anyone hasn't already mentioned. You know, I've seen a couple computer spaces. Uh, I've also seen John's uh, deco set up there. Um, I have a wacko in the garage. Um, uh, well, actually, I mean, the, besides besides the, the, the 360, I, Crafty and I were talking about that, actually, a few weeks ago, um, watching videos. It does actually have a, a holy shit, I'm the puke button that you can slap on the side. Yeah. yeah, it does. If you press the button on the outside when the player's in the cabinet, it'll leave them standing upside down. Like, they'll be upside down in the cabinet, and they'll be stuck there until the attendant presses the reset button to get the cabinet going again. So you can do evil things to your friends with it. Your friend, so they could just kind of puke. They're just gonna turn their head to the side and puke on the. <laughs> yeah. Plan. I always feel sorry for the attendants who had to run the R360s <coughs> because I bet they were cleaning up a lot of puke. Oh god. Oh god. And they they move pretty violently too. I mean, it's not. Yeah, just they did. Move around like the some of like the the crash effects, like when you actually like crash into stuff or get hit by stuff. It's like it just spins the fucking thing. Oh yeah. As soon as you get in the cabinet, it it will spin you upside down immediately. It does that every single time you get in the cabinet. So there's no getting around it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be puking every single time I was in that thing then. <laughs> so Just I, go in there to wipe the screen. You're upside down. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> oh no. So they were wiping the screen. When I was trying to figure it out, but they didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I actually haven't seen one of those, but uh, uh, know what it is. But yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, nothing's springing to mind. I'm sure I'll think. Of, <laughs> I'm sure, I'll think of stuff uh, as soon as we hang up. But yeah, uh, so 34k on Clav and the bit bar on the YouTube. Uh, do, 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 do. Chris. Hey everyone, Seabart1987 uh, on YouTube, Twitter, Clove. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, worst game I've ever seen. Probably that thing right behind you. Yeah, yeah apparently, because uh, so no one knows what the hell it is. Caller. Turn your turn your radio down, please. That, that's Gak. I don't want to hear myself say that thing again. Mute this. <laughs> What's up? Hey, Gak. What's up, Chris? Hey, everyone. Seabart. Make up mute you. Twitter. Call. All right. He's been uh, muted. Caller, we're getting uh, some feedback here. Can you turn off your turn down your radio? <laughs> I muted him. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. So yeah, no one knows what this thing is. So. This is so far the rarest game I've ever laid my hands on because I can't figure out what it is. 15 hours of Googling resulted in nothing. Clove, no one on it knows what it is. The, I searched for like an hour and I can I, I even tried to do Google goggles on it. and uh, It's a MAME scratch build. No, the the artwork's too detailed, no, I think. And it's actually all... It's all uh, if you look right here, that's a bit of red spray paint. It's all stenciled. Uh, no, it's actually a decal. Was it? Yeah, it's a sticker. Oh, I look like it was stenciled from the video. Yeah, uh, well, it's all—it's all one sticker. Like I thought, the, like right here was a break, 
So it was just some other crap on it. But it is, uh, I'm just trying to feel for the line here. And right there is where the decal starts. Like, it's the entire cabinet is on it, is uh, one... So theoretically, somebody yeah. could have made that then. Yeah. That, that's... <laughs> That marquee is, like, really small, too. Yeah, it's actually pretty puny. And where the little character guy is going up, it's actually got a bunch of little red squares. I don't know. It's hard to see it in the... It's uh, red squares on a... I'm going to go with forest green cross thatch kind of deal. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it does look kind of original, but... It, it looks kind of... It, those almost look... Uh, what's that game that has characters that looks like that? Crazy Climber. Yeah, crazy, that's maybe. the first thing I thought of. Is it looks like Crazy Climber climbing off a building, but but like that's not even the weirdest part. Is that's the back of the control panel. Hmm. There we go. It's galvanized aluminum. Yeah, somebody definitely made that. But the thing is, like, it, it has you can't see it, but the uh, around the buttons on the front, it's actually concaved, so that the buttons sit recessed in the panel. Right. And it's either for coins or for cigarettes. I don't know. That's an ashtray. Yeah, that's an ashtray, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that, if you look which, at the Space Harrier cockpit, it also has an ashtray on it. So which, which explains the two burn marks here and here. Yeah. You can just buy those aftermarket even, I think. And like they were half lazy about it. They uh, riveted this side of the hinge. <laughs> but on this side, <coughs> they tack welded it. And they drilled out so that the rivets would sit in. I mean, if it's not an original game, it's probably one of the coolest I've made up this kind of retro-looking cabinet things I've ever seen. And the whole thing is filthy. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. I mean, someone may have thrown together a cabinet back in the day, and it's a survivor. That's the only yeah. thing. The, uh, all the leaf switches are starting to deteriorate. I don't know. Uh, there we go. So, like, all the uh, the black uh, insulators are coming off of it. It does have leaf switches and a uh, Wicko joystick. Oh, well, that's square. So, plus for that, and a working monitor, but it's got haze on it. Told the guy was... Uh, so, I don't know... Uh, it's probably a cap kit to get rid of some haze-ish, haze issues. Buffett, you got to chime in on the haze? On the haze on what? I was reading, sorry. Oh, uh, it's a... Focus? That's what I'm thinking. Because the, uh, the focus on the flyback. I, I haven't plugged it in. The wiring, the AC wiring for this game when I got it was all lamp cord, like eight, eighteen gauge lamp cord. And I know my AC systems. I know my one ten. I don't want this thing running on that, especially with well a CRT plus a light bulb that was essentially a bear holder. That was running on lamp cord. Yeah. All, all the AC was all 16 ga or 18 gauge lamp cord. Two two prongs, so it's just missing the ground right there. <clears throat> well, no, sorry, the inner stuff. Oh, the inner it's, stuff. It's, it still had uh, it's on the ISO right now, but it had a power cord. But the metal part, uh, there was a metal part at the back where, like, normally there'd be a, gr a notch for the AC to go in, but it had a metal plate at the bottom. And obviously someone took out something like a switching power supply or maybe like an AC trip cord thing where a regular PC plug will go into. Just soldered in a light switch. Which, 
But anyway, but uh, what happened is it looks like when they put the door on, since there was no groove for the wire to go through, it sheared it off at least once, and they just twisted the wires together and put some electrical tape around it and it looked like a giant flying spider's nest. So all that wiring got chopped out, oh. and I'm going to have to go to the hardware store and get some 14-gauge wire and connectors and shit like that. But more on that later. Cool. Uh, yeah. Would you like to pass it along to somebody, then? Uh, yes, I've been keeping track so I don't screw up as much. Uh, he's gone, too. Who? Do, 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 do. Mock. Batter oh. up. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Mock the Magic Man, YouTube. Mock the Magic Man. Uh, shameless pl- plug for my Halloween pumpkins. Maybe he wants to check that out. Uh, let's see. Rarest game. Um, uh, a friend of mine has, I think, only four, maybe six were made. I'm not too sure. But it's a game called The Act. If you guys heard of it. Yeah. Um, I've heard of it. This, right? Put it in the uh, picture here. I played one of those in Salt Lake City. Um, the Game Grid Arcade in West Valley, Utah, has one in their arcade. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, they're um. Oh, so I can pop it in there. <clears throat> uh, there's a picture if anybody hasn't seen it. Yeah, that's the one that um, I'm talking about. Uh, he has a, the actual real cabinet for it and everything. I've actually played it and beaten it. Um, but it uses like a dial to be able to get through the levels. It's really weird. Um, so like you, to hit on a girl, you want to like roll the roll the uh, the dial closer to her, and if, if you're making too much of an advance, you roll it back, and uh, the animation is real smooth, and it goes you know, with him going towards and away from the girl until you finally... I think it has music cues to be able to get through the levels and stuff like that. It's really strange, but um, uh, it, it's kind of fun, but yeah, just... You know, they have it on the iPhone now and stuff if you want to play it. Um, it is available out there, but it's a super rare game. And, uh, yeah, so that's one of it. I also played this other one at Kalen's Arcade that I've never seen before. I think it's called Bandits. Does that sound right? It's like a... Bandito? What's that? Is it Bandito, maybe? Oh, Bandito, maybe? Yeah, I think John did a video on it, I think. Um, Black and white? It's sort of like Robotron controls a little bit, but... Uh, you're like a, a sheriff, and you're shooting bandits on the sides, right? Yeah. Is it black and white, isn't it? It's what? Is it, is it black and white? Yeah, I think it's a black and white, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got to play that at Kalen's. That was pretty neat. That's, I think that's a pretty rare machine. I, 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 I know three of them within, like, five minutes of my house. Okay, well, maybe it's not that rare, then. And two of them are for sale, if anybody's interested. Well, when I was a kid, I never saw that game anywhere. So. It's basically the same as Sheriff, is it not? It's just uh, rebranded by Exidy. Yeah, I think it's just re-graphicked up to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I have. Um, I'm going to pass it on to Gak. What's up, guys? I don't know if you can hear me or not. Is the volume not working? We can hear you. We can hear you. It's pretty okay. good. All right. So Gak Attack on uh, KLV. At Gak Attack on uh, Twitter. I'm enjoying a, a, a Buffett-sized beer mug tonight. Woo-hoo! Uh, there you go. Getting primed up. 
That's right. That's right. So I missed what. What's the actual question? What's the rarest game you've actually seen in person? Ooh. A couple, but probably the most rare would be um, the Tron prototype, which has the fourth level that was supposed to be, or that became Disotron as the sequel. I think there's only one in existence. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. (laughs) And it, the... Among certain circles, everybody knows who he is. Uh, the the guy Coolmo Craig got some games from. Him, so, yeah, I know. Was that playable? That 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 level? Actually, I didn't actually play it. Was it a game I had? I actually played. <laughs> That's different. Oh. <laughs> they saw it. Because yeah, yeah. I didn't make it in due to memory restraints. The other one I saw was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, so Battle Zone. The Bradley Trainer. You guys heard of that one? I believe that was the prototype for Battle Zone. The one for the army? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that was the prototype or if they just made a one-off one for like an army training thing, the Bradley Tank Trainer. Yeah, both in the same collection. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> he. He, he actually, I don't know if I should say this, but <laughs> he told me he got an offer for $40,000 on the Bradley Trainer and turned it down. <laughs> wow. wow. Crazy money, crazy money. Yes. <laughs> he, I, I bet he has close to a million-dollar collection. Amazing games. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know if I can say much more than that. <laughs> So, and uh, let me show you guys something real quick. So, 34K saw this. Got yeah, I saw you tweet about it. Captain today. Let me awesome. present you. So there's the back. <coughs> All our sponsors on it. Pretty nice cup. I got to say, great job, 34K. Looking yeah. forward to handing these out in a couple days. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. Be sure to bombard Fly. He said he was giving away free beers because he won some money. At, oh right, yeah. Uh, Twin Galaxies thing. Yeah, I, I I thought he said three dollars though, right? <laughs> hey, that's three beers. Gotta <laughs> look at it. Yep, there you go. The value. <laughs> I was curious about that. I don't know if you guys saw that too. There was uh, just like a week or two ago, a uh, tournament for the. Um, Track and field. Did you guys see that at all? There was like some kind of Twin Galaxies uh, world record attempt, and they I, they flew out a handful of guys to like Oklahoma or something like that, and fly went out. It was like the the person who won first place would actually get an arcade machine, a track and field arcade machine. But I don't know who actually won it because I I uh, tweeted fly. And I was like, oh, they might as well set up uh, shipping details, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he'll probably much win it, right? But uh, I don't know if he actually did or not. It's I'm a not weird sure. prize to give away because most of those people, I would imagine, already have track and field yeah, cabinets. Exactly, yeah. But a unique piece to uh, show off, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so well, that's the games I can think of. So uh, let's see here. Who hasn't gone? I haven't gone yet. There you go. All right, you're up next. 
Uh, okay. Uh, Orange Whip at the arcade hangout. Yay. Uh, I've actually seen quite a few rare games, and I'm trying to think of... Um, trying to remember them, actually. Uh, I've been to Cax. I've got the Cax shirt on here. And there's a guy, Atari Scott, always brings some the prototype games down. Oh, God, we're wearing the same bloody shirt. <laughs> nice. Um, Atari Scott always brings some the Atari prototypes down there, um, which are basically one-offs. But um, I don't like. I don't know. I don't want to pick the prototypes as. Plus, I couldn't play any of them. They were all down like the entire weekend I was there that weekend, so it kind of sucked. Um, so there's a guy in Seattle who has this one game, and I actually have seen one other one for sale on eBay, and I tried to buy it, and uh, I was away camping when the um, the time was up on it, and I just I didn't have very good reception, so I ended up losing it. Um, but it is called U-235 Meltdown. It's not a it's not a, a video game. It's just like a, an arcade game. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen this thing. Okay. It's a it's a really addicting game. So basically, all it is is a joystick that has up and down on it, and that's it. And in this tube, there's this ball that floats up on air, and a little thing goes up and down. You basically have to try to keep the ball within these kind of little uh, this little area. And the longer you can keep it in the area, the higher your points get. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's an addicting game. Like once you play it once or twice and kind of get the hang of it, the the it's funny because the joystick on it's really floppy, almost like a uh, like a 720 where it's just all kind of loose. So it's loose up and down. So you actually got to hold it, and when you hold it in the middle, um, the ball doesn't go up or down because the air pressure's enough that it you're holding it steady. As soon as you just move your hand up a little bit, you're telling the air pressure to go up, so the ball starts to float up. And then when you go down below center. Um, again, there's no spring on it. It just it's just loose. Uh, the air pressure drops, so it starts going down. It's almost like you're holding a vacuum cleaner that you can adjust the airflow on it uh, in this tube. It's actually really cool. It's a really fun game to play. And it's really addicting. Wow, that sounds cool. Yeah, uh, another one I had heard about because uh, I've been on Clove for uh, wow, 2004, I think it is. Um, is Billy Bowl. And it wasn't until I got down to CAX that I was actually able to play Billy Bull. I don't know if any of you guys have ever played Billy Bull. No, but I've heard of Billy Beer. And Billy Bull, Billy Bull was all over the place on Clov like you know ten years ago. Um, so it's basically a half a pool table, but the whole pool table is all on mechanics, and it all it moves around and stuff, and you you do different shots on a half a pool table. It's actually really cool. Sweet. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, what's the name of the what is it Slick Shot? I had a Slick Shot. That was one of the very first arcade games I ever bought. I think those look sweet too. They don't get a lot of love, but I think it's a cool concept. Yeah, there's also a bowling version of it as yep. well. Yeah, I got mine for fifty bucks, and I just sold it to a friend for fifty bucks. Wow. Yeah, uh, and sorry, I'm going three, uh, and because uh, the one that uh, Gak brought up the prototype Tron it reminded me of going to Las Vegas uh, and seeing the prototype um, circus pinball machine. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And, I, yeah, I played that thing, and it's, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's the uh, vertical pinball. It's vertical, yeah. That's neat. Yeah, I uh, it. yeah it's, it's a pretty neat game. I mean, 
it's yeah, and it's kind of open to anybody to play as long as you go to the the pinball museum in Vegas. Yeah, but, that's that's where I played it too. It's a prototype, but they say they've made two of them. So I mean, I guess two prototypes, but I thought that was pretty cool. That's why they didn't make more of them. Yeah, too many yeah. toys in it. Well, that that's what makes the game fun, though, right? No, it was really neat. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you're presenting black, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Just... Oh, the pictures are black again. I think it might be your connection. Weird. Did you see the other photos or no? Yeah, I saw the other ones. That oh, last just... one though was just black. Yeah. Oh, it could. Let me see if I can try again really quickly here. It's still black. Yep. Yep. Weird. Must just be the site I'm taking it from. Maybe they have some sort of protection on it. There's a here's a picture I posted in the uh, links. Yeah, okay, let's see if I can <clears throat> Yeah, it's a pretty neat concept. You just posted the act again. Yeah. <laughs> oh I did? Oops. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you get a commission for selling those or <laughs> yeah, all two of them. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Steve also just, uh, Steve from Grinkers just messaged me as well and said that he's actually at Grinkers working on games as we speak, uh, and if we're still going later, he will try to get on here still. Alright, so here's see if we can show Gak's photo, or sorry, Mock's photo. You guys can see that one? Nope. Nope. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. The, first, the first two you could, that's odd. Anyways, you just search the Circus Pinball, I think it'll come up. If you do a search for it. Has anyone ever seen a Two Tigers cabinet? Two Tigers. I know. A game that uses an 8-track for sound. Oh, so. the, uh, oh, I've heard of that, yeah. Pretty cons too, right? It's really fun. I... <laughs> <laughs> Please stand by. We're having technical issues Ouch. tonight. Yeah. Okay, so who... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me. Can I ask a question to the group? Has anybody ever seen a laserdisc uh, game uh, called Freedom Fighter? Uh, yes, yeah. actually, the same collection I saw. <laughs> okay, did you play it? No. <laughs> Has that been at Cax? I was there to I was there to pick up a game, and I I didn't have time to play any of them. He invited me to hang out for a while. I just I was. It was supposed to be a quick turnaround trip, so. Okay. Has it been at Cax, Cax? There was a whole bunch of laser disc games at Cax. I don't think I've ever seen free in the five or six years I've gone. I don't think I've ever seen Freedom Fighters there. Hmm. Yeah, I heard it, it was there at one time, one of one of the years. Because at one year I went, there was like the Act, and there's a whole bunch of really rare ones. Yeah. Freedom Fighters is it cartoon? Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, that was, that was there. That was at this Cax. Oh really? That's the only Cax I've ever been to, so. Okay. Yeah, huh. that's the only time I'd ever seen that one, too. Yeah, it has, like, part shooting, sort of like uh, uh, Cobra Command, um, and kind of like Dragon's Lair-type gameplay. Yeah, I believe that was at that CAX. Yeah, it's pretty trippy how they how they built it. So, really was hard. Vegas Battle with that same one? Or uh, that's just like a shooter with a laserdisc background. But um, I don't I don't remember... Okay. Yeah, I do remember the the Freedom Fighter or whatever it's called. I remember that one. Yeah. Actually, I probably took photos of everything. I'll see if I can find it. Seventeen. Um. Years. So, 
Who hasn't gone? Mike? Mike hasn't gone yet. Uh, sorry, had to unmute, unmute myself. Do you know what the question is, Mike? I do. Okay. Um, I heard some of them. Um, I'm uh, Mike Mano Man on Cloth. Um, I, I've been fortunate to have played some of the games that were already mentioned earlier. Um, I think I have to pick a prototype. Uh, it's it's one I've played. And it, it's at it was at Cax. It's been at Cax a few years now. It's uh, an Exidy prototype called Teeter Torture. It's that's a, really, a great game. Yeah, really, really good, fun game. So was that mentioned? Did I miss that? No. Oh, okay. Um, so that would be my my rarest, I think. I don't think it was. The control uh, on that one's really unique. It's it's almost like a the uh, Major Havoc roller, the left right roller, but it's it's like a, it's narrow and it's aluminum. It's almost like a Razor scooter wheel, but aluminum. That yeah. You, they slide back and forth. And the concept of the game is uh, it's that's like a teeter totter. Um, that on each end of the screen is uh, um, like a wily e. coyote, you know, stick of dynamite where you push down, and uh, you're trying to balance the board um, as you, you know, uh, attack enemies left to right. So, and it gets harder and harder, and the farther you move over, and the more you're scrambling, you're trying not to blow up. You get very frantic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it has some. Uh, it has some. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but like you can skip ahead a few levels. So like some, the gameplay kind of bumps around. Like every time you play it, it seemed like I, uh, you know, it was uh, it was a different experience every time. Like sometimes you can jump ahead uh, with a like a warp level, I guess. Um, so I played that quite a bit at Cax, and uh, a friend of mine turned it on. To me, I actually couldn't remember the name. I was texting him as we were, you guys were talking, <laughs> to try to get the name of that. So, did you happen to try uh, Nightmare? Yeah, that was over by Teeter Torture also. Yeah, it's in a Tron cabinet. It's basically Tron controls, but it's this weird. I don't know how to explain it. It's oh, just I like that. It's, almost, it's frantic, kind of like Robotron, but there's stuff like whirling around. You're constantly shooting at stuff. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it, that's a really fun game. It's and it gets frantic real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was an Atari prototype that they put into a Tron cabinet with Tron controls. Oh, <laughs> someone's got some background music going. Uh, I think I remember seeing that game there as well, but I don't think it was playing or working when I was. Okay. I think there's that one's usually there every year. There's a fish frenzy or something like that too as a prototype, and I wanted to try that one, and it wasn't working either. Okay. That one? Fishing frenzy, something like that, or was it a freeze or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. So, uh, do I have to, uh, who <coughs> gone yet? Who can I pass this? Sarah gone? Have you gone? Yeah, I think maybe everybody's gone. Yeah, I think everybody's gone. All right, so Grinkers, boys and girls. Uh, I know Dave is still uh, watching. Dave, for some reason, when he froze, I, I ejected him, and he's been banned from the room for some reason. So I told him to restart. 
Carrie is watching is in is in the uh, YouTube chat as well. And so is uh Dave's cousin Brian. <laughs> I'd be interested to know where Carrie's at tonight. If she's making she's, the trek out there. She said Wyoming. Started... She's yeah, Wyoming. Yeah. It's a big huge loop or what? Uh, yeah, she's she likes doing road trips and she likes stopping at uh like really campy and cheesy tourist attraction kind of places. Nice. So I think she's incorporating <laughs> that into part of the trip. Should get her in okay. here. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure if she's trying or not. Uh, I know she said they got to the hotel late or something. Yeah, so that lower third thing worked for um, when I switched browsers to Internet Explorer, but Internet Explorer sucks for the for Google Hangouts because it's not Google. So like the the video flickers, it's a pile of shit. Is that so why you've been jumping get, in and out like hundred yeah, times? Yeah, I'm trying different things, and I just fuck it. I'm just sticking with <laughs> Google. So what? I don't care. People know who I am. Carrie said she's going to try to pop on. <clears throat> cool. D- Dave, because uh, he somehow got banned, Dave saying uh, Canada versus USA. The battle's on. <laughs> Dave, try to try to close down Hangouts. And, so, uh, I want to hear the rest of his story. Yeah, so do I. Like is he is he going for sure or not or does he have to sleep in the living room? You know I need to know these details. <laughs> uh, I believe he is going, but I, I guess the flight is his issue. It sounded like. Yeah, he he told us last week he's going regardless. Like he no doubt about it. Just whether or not his wife will be happy. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> oh, there, there's the road tripper. Hey. Hey, she made it. I did. Looks but like you're in a cabin. Yeah, yes, actually, sort of. I'm in a place called the hostel, and um, it's shall we say rustic. It's cheap. Yeah, I saw that movie, The Hostel. You don't want to stay there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it, it's not that dark. It looks like so she's safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's it doesn't long look like you're in like a dungeon or a basement or something. Yeah, no, not yet. But each time anybody walks up the stairs or walks by, it creaks horribly. So, number one, I'm glad I brought my sleeping pills. But, um, yeah, it does have a certain creepy quality to it. So. <laughs> it looks it's like you're, you're inside a, a birdhouse made of, like, craft uh, wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and there's, you can see, let me show you the lovely hotel art. Ooh, I like that. Oh, I love it. Let me present you. Are you still in Wyoming? Yeah, so actually just arrived in Wyoming today. Um, we've been, so yeah, took a totally illogical route. It's been very fun, though. We went, the last night spent the night in Pocatello. Um, and then, uh, so and I'm with I'm with Andy, Andrew B. on Bob. He's working right now. He's going to on here later. Um, so we're uh, we're going along. We, we were in Pocatello yesterday. We went to the Museum of Clean uh, this morning. Which was awesome. It is a three stories devoted to old vacuum cleaners and it's not like a museum that's perfect for Wyoming. Crafty does not like Wyoming. Yeah, no, no, but this is but this is Pocatello. This is Idaho. This is Idaho still. So this, this oh, is Idaho. Idaho, Idaho, right? Okay. 
<laughs> yes, museum clean. Um, and we actually, the owner gave her, the founder gave us a tour. It was pretty amazing. Although I'll say this, it's a lot of restoration. It's someone who has a passion for restoring these old cleaning devices. Well, it's, um, it's special. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ted Bundy had a hobby, too. <laughs> Hi. I love how Carrie says that Pocatello, like we should have known where Pocatello is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where the hell is Pocatello? I lived in Pocatello when I was two years old. <laughs> Idaho, really? Yeah, yeah, 1974. Wow, what are the chances of that, eh? <laughs> you said A. Hey, I did. <laughs> My Canadian's coming out. I also lived in Boise after Pocatello. Uh, for about nine months. Oh. So that's where you were conceived, or what? No, I was born in North Carolina, but uh, my parents moved out west, and they went to Idaho first, and then they went to Utah, and then we, we settled in Colorado. Cool. little segue there, so now you know something. That's right. <laughs> and oh. it intersects up on some of my road trip there. So yes, Pocatello, then we went to... Blackfoot, Idaho, and went to the Potato Museum, um, which was saw the world's largest. Uh, no, you, you didn't go to a, mu a potato museum, really? Totally went to <laughs> and each time, by the way, each time I big truck loaded with potatoes, I kind of screamed, got excited, like, "Look, look, there's potato love!" So, <laughs> wow. so I went to the Potato Museum. Um, and they have the world's largest potato chip, which is a Pringles-style potato chip, and it's large. I forgot what it was, like 5.4-ounce potato chip, um, which now has cracks in it. And so oh, I, no. yeah, I know. I have photographic evidence for all those who doubt. <laughs> saw the a really good restoration team, I'm sure. I want to see the giant potato chip post them pictures. <laughs> 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 oh. So, and they have a potato slim by Dan Quayle, um, and I'm just going to get a cute, snarky letter from the governor of Idaho, uh, writing, wrote to Dan Quayle at the time, so that was, that was cute. So, no, Potato Museum, and then now uh, we're in Teton Village in Wyoming, we're going to go up to Yosemite, God, I keep saying Yosemite, shit, it's the California in me coming out, Yellowstone, and then, uh, then we're going to head back west and head over towards where we're supposed to be. Wow, that sounds like a good trip. No, yeah. no, it's been it's been a lot of fun. But I'm kicking myself. I saw that um, the drifter posted about a place in uh, Winnemucca that has some has some good uh, pins and some other games. And we he posted the day after we drove through Winnemucca. Oh yeah, the casino, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything there is a fucking casino. Oops, sorry. And I had a medieval madness there too. <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome pen. That must have been a boring drive up in that area, though. Yes. Yeah, Nevada. Is, and I've driven through Nevada a lot. The northern Nevada. northern Nevada is boring. Southern's not much different. Hmm? So I say southern's not much different than the northern. It's all pretty much the same shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but we can pretend. It is kind of like California's like, okay, we'll take all this pretty part, and then... Yeah, no, go ahead. You can have that part. Um, and we, we kind of hit a little bit. Sorry if there's anybody on Nevada on. I don't, there's, they've done wonderful things. with. They've worked with, they've done well with what it is that they had to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
You're offending our five watchers on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They're all from Nevada. <laughs> they do supply Southern California with power, do they not? Oh. I, I believe they do. California steals, steals Northern California's water, I'll tell you that. I say, from, from all the hydro they're stealing from us? Yes. <laughs> well, they got the dams, right? All along the Colorado. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's the damnedest thing. So I went to go to... Um, what, what city was it? Where, where were we? Falls. Uh, Idaho Falls. Um, or Twin Falls. We went to go to Twin Falls. And uh, they, they boasted of the Shoshone Falls, which are the Niagara of the West. Yeah, they turned off. They've, they've routed them so that they can power the hydroelectric plant during the winter. So, so much for the Niagara of the West. Um, I mean, so people who need their electricity, damn them. Yeah, right. Urgh. They want to heat their houses and shit. How selfish. selfish. <laughs> <laughs> it was still pretty, I'll say that. But, um, but not quite, you know, there was no Niagara Falls, let's put it that way. But uh, maybe, maybe I'll go back at some point during the in season. But who knew? October they turn off the they turn off the waterfalls. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, I got off on the whole water stealers power plant thing. <laughs> I'm a Northern Californian, born and bred, so get, you know, proprietary water. Southern California. So are you planning on being at Grinkers on the Thursday or the Friday? We're arriving Thursday, so it actually, you know, I don't know what, what the plan, you know, people, most folks arriving sometime like Thursday evening, or what's the, you know, how quickly should we try to get there? It's, how long do we spend the craters of the moon, or do we just like power through and say, pop in the parks, we're on our way? I think a lot of people are getting in closer to the evening. <laughs> like, I'll probably be there like six to eight, I think Andrew's roughly the same, I think. Yeah, about that. Somewhere between 6 and 8 p.m., depending on how many stops you have to do and that kind of stuff. So how many times Crafty makes a stop and you can go pee? <laughs> Crafty. Or, or if they all stab themselves to death in Wyoming. Yeah, that's true. We have a Mexican standoff in Wyoming, followed by... Uh, Just our ears. Yeah. <laughs> so, Carrie, did you hear our question of the uh, of the evening? I did hear your question the evening, and you know, honestly, in some ways, I'm a poor person to ask. I'm so new to this that I I don't always have a good sense of what's rare or not. But what I can say that I I, I would kind of classify as rare, um, although maybe not the classic arcade game, is I've seen both um, the Williams uh, Ringer and the Penny Pitch. Penny Pitch was at Cax, and the Ringer is, uh, and they're very similar. They're basically kind of the same game, just different. Um, then the, uh, the the ringer is at the Pinball Museum in Alameda, which is just an amazing place. And it's, a, it's an EM game. It's oh, that's the thing you have to crank it like that or something? Yeah. <laughs> I love, love it. It's so much fun. Right. I, think, I think they have one of those in, in San Francisco and on the wharf there, the music mechanic or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I can search for one. I came like super close to actually being. A, I thought that I actually had found a ringer to buy because it just seemed like it would just be a fun game to be able to you know, hang out and drink too much and play. And is that showing black, you guys? Or yep. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else show it then. <laughs>
Here, here's a link. Here's a link to it. If somebody else can present, then go ahead, do it. Yeah, I think I've I've played one of the things. Well, it's in San Francisco. Oh, I've played that. Oh wow, that's I, they used to have one of those at Disneyland, California, long time ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. It it's one of those games. It's so simple and it's so much fun. Yeah, it's all lit up from behind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. There you go. This is it. I have Ringer up. Here, let me present you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you give that thing like a spin, and you got to give just the right amount of spin on it. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's it is just you could just lose days of your life playing it. I mean, it's it really uh-huh. is fun. <laughs> so, and I came very close to thinking. Actually, thought I had found one to buy for a really reasonable price, but it uh, had already been sold. So, one of those things I'm quietly stalking. So you are looking for one. Yeah, you know, it, it, so much of this is just the, it's truly the fun of stalking your prey. Um, so, yes, that's one of those things that I'm, you know, quietly kind of go on eBay and Craigslist and just generally search and think, you know, if it, if one happens in my life, I would be pretty happy if I, uh, you know, I can live without it. But, uh, but yeah, that would be pretty cool to own. We'll, we'll talk at Grinker's then. Oh, okay. Nice. Because the, the whole Time Traveler's Warehouse was up here, right? So there was, there was tons of that kind of stuff new in box still. It was, oh. So I can, I'll can i ask the guy that owns that stuff and see if he's got one. Oh, I know there, there was some of those there. You know, I'd like, jump at a chance for a road trip to Canada. I'm just, <laughs> I'd be Especially you're part of it as opposed to where my relatives live. I agree. Back east sucks. <laughs> I'm going to get the other half of Canada... <laughs> Pissed off at me, but that's okay. <laughs> right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Rage quit. Oh no, he's still there. Yeah, hey, just, uh, Jimbo, I saw your uh, I saw your post on Claw about your new eyes score. That's oh, you like fun. that? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> but see, again, that's that's the one and only game I played tonight. It's <laughs> my first game's always my best, almost always. Wow. I'm like, well, what can you do? I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Everybody's saying I'm all pixelated. It's probably because I'm the one doing the hosting. Could be. Yeah. Because I have a 25 megabit connection here. So it, it shouldn't, shouldn't be like that. I don't know. I hosted one the other week, and that seemed okay. Yeah, actually, the one that you hosted was, it was like some of the best video we've ever had. So take mm. that. <laughs> take that. Was that a 25 meg down that you have? Yeah, it's 25 meg down and like 10 up or something. Okay. Up. Huh. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk to my uh, ISP and see what the hell's going on. Hmm. All right, so Grinkers, guys. Grinkers. What's the trip? What's the what's the plans for everybody who's going? Uh, my flight gets in on Thursday around 4. I just c- called the Hilton today to find out um, when their shuttle service comes through. And they said that it's supposed to be there every half an hour, so 4.30-ish I should be on a shuttle, if all goes according to plan, to the hotel. Nice. That's outstanding. Yeah. I got. Um, I, I still have to pack a few things, but 
I think that I'm hoping that sign is survives. Uh, I think it's actually going to survive just fine. I've never used more bubble wrap in my life. Like I swear, like half of one of my my duffel bag is just bubble wrap. It's nuts. Hey, so here's a question. Speaking of like stuff I'm bringing, I made the mistake of uh, there was a Arkanoid thread on Clav. Um, guys were asking about uh, converting a regular Arkanoid bo board to tournament. And which I believe is a ROM swap, and there's like an MCU chip or something. But I'm like, well, if you're going to be at Grinkers, I'm going to have a tournament Arkanoid PCB there that I'm offering up as as a prize. So he PMs me like 10 minutes later, and he's like, you want to sell it? And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to like. I was, those boards have have kind of been climbing a little bit for stupid money. I went on um, eBay and stuff, and a few of the Previous, like the recent ones, have sold for like over a hundred bucks for an Arkanoid board. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. But I'm. I told him I'd get back to him. I. I, I mean, I don't. Like, if he offered me stupid money, yeah, I guess. But I'd rather bring it to Grinkers. Is kind of what I'm leaning towards. And it's all ready to go. How many prizes are you bringing? Um. Well, I've got four PCBs. Um. A marquee. And that sign, and I was gonna bring. So over the weekend, I picked up or I I grabbed the Mr. Do board out of uh, my warp warp cabinet, and I thought, well, you know, I'll I'll grab the marquee too. Well, the marquee's kind of a piece of shit. I should actually grab it. I don't know. Did those marquees? Did were they? Was there? Were they just? Um, because it's glass. And well, here, let me grab it. While he's gone, I'm getting ready to bow out. So if you guys got any questions, let me know. The real what did you, you have for dinner tonight, Buffett? <laughs> it's actually the same thing I had last week, which is was delicious. What the hell is Gak making? Well, oh, that's one big giant beer. Oh my god! What cocktail. are you patting, Andrew? Yeah, right. What is that? Ah! Wow! Look at that beast! Wow! That's Louie. Uh, small compared to you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, cute. It's 30, he's 34K sized. He is, yeah. <laughs> about 165 pounds, about, 100, or about a 34 inches, 35 inches at the shoulder. That's a real handsome fella you got there. He's a cute. Another year to grow. Wow. What a sexy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to Grinkers with you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pile them into the, the van with Perfect. us. Great. Can't wait. I don't want you to take pictures of him because if I see your mouth on him talking, it's gonna freak me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so this marquee is a real piece of shit. Um, I I thought it looked okay, and then um, you know it's it. It's dirty, but I think it's delaminating. There's a clear plastic coating. That's on, what mine's doing, too. Yeah. And, I mean, if I peeled that off, yeah, this would look great, but, um, you know, it's adhesive underneath. So so I'm like, what do I, what do I really do with this thing? Um, the only thing cool about it is there's a sticker here uh, from one of the operators, and it says, uh, what does it say, expires, expires November 1st, 1985. I think that's kind of cool. Like a tax tax sticker. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you're almost but, 30 years past due on your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So 
I don't know. I, I think that's cool, but otherwise I don't think it's worth it to bring this because it's just a piece of shit. I mean, it's it's dirty and... Yeah, people could use it for art or something, though. No? Send me the dimensions. I need one that might fit my cab. The one I have is oversized for my cab. Well, this came off of a Rockola cabinet, so... Okay. Is that what you want? <laughs> the, my, it still might be smaller than the one I have. I okay. All right. Yeah, well, maybe I will bring it anyways. I don't know. It's, um, like I said, it's it's a little bit de starting to delaminate. So, but otherwise, everything else is all packed up and ready to go. So, what all I got. Well, if you guys don't have any questions, I got to get so sleepy time. <laughs> All right, Buffett. Wish you could be out there this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you'll have to figure out a way to get up to Brofest in June. Yeah, that's what up at Fun Spot. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah, sort it, of in your neck of the woods, right? <laughs> well, it, it is. It's just the, the the money for gas and a place to stay. I don't have it, so yeah, I hear you. My problem. It, it'd be happen. good to see the beard in person. <laughs> yeah, it'll be there in some form or fashion. So. But, uh, All right, we'll talk cool. to you soon. Yeah, man. See you guys later. See you later, next week. See you later. Bye. Later. Bye, Buff. So you guys, not, you guys had me paranoid. Not like way out of the way of Idaho. Carrie? I'm sorry? Is Wyoming not, like, way out of the way of Idaho, or what? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I've always been a little directionally challenged. I was, I used to be blonde before I went to the wedding. <laughs> 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 no, it's all, it's, it's all about the fun and, and getting away from my day job. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I did that go east in order to travel west. But, um, cool. So, but, yeah. Is the weather harsh where you're at, or not bad? You know, not bad. It's been re it's actually been perfect. Like, I'm talking, you know, like low 70s. It's cold here. Like I got the I put the flannel shirt on. I had a short sleeve shirt on earlier, and I'm like, ooh, this is cold here. Um, and I think it'll probably be kind of cold tomorrow. And then what? This, we're looking at like mid 70s there in in Eagle, Idaho. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hope Steve has good air conditioning in that place. The this cargo movie. shorts are packed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we got your cargos. <laughs> yeah, last year it was like really good weather, and then all of a sudden it, like after the group picture, I think it started raining, right? And it just kept raining off and on all night, and then finally cleared up later on. I don't know. It was, it was clear by like what, 2 or 3 when we walked back to the hotel. Yeah, I don't remember the rain at all. <laughs> <laughs> And for you, that wouldn't be the result of having too many dollar beers. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Not that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was water day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was all dollared out by Saturday. <laughs> you just drink water bottles all day. <laughs> the Gak Show. <laughs> my, my son's going to be here there this year with me, and we already got an agreement. He's going to have a reminder set on his phone every hour. 
Every hour on the hour, he's going to bring me a glass of water. That's... I think it'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep hydrated. That was my issue last year. So, <laughs> Not tonight, though. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if Sam's going to wear his hat this year. He's kind of afraid. Oh, I got to see the hat. I miss the hat. <laughs> so the hat's afraid, yeah. <laughs> the hat's afraid, yeah. And he's talking about his hair. He's like, well, he's just going to tell you your hair to fuck off. You should have the shaved head next year. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your bald head. You. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is that Dave that keeps calling? Or I keep getting the... Um, Video call from or whatever on my phone. Where's well, his cousin just showed up. Uh, hey, there you go. A caller, please uh, mute your YouTube. <laughs> oh, Dave's going to be so jealous now. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brian, any rare games you've ever played or seen? No, I, I can't think of uh, any, really. No. Nope. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> That's all the time we have. <laughs> Anybody do anything interesting this past week? Um, Arcade-wise, I should say. I uh, citrus stripped a coin door. And how did that go? Uh, the front face is really easy, and then getting everything out of the little nooks and crannies is uh, kind of a pain. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, not bad. If the citrus strip actually, if you get it into like the nooks and crannies, oh Jesus! If you get it into the nooks and crannies, um, oh, there's two of them. Monster! Oh, there's two, yeah. two of them. The younger one just realized that the older one was getting attention, so he came over and jumped in the way. Uh, if you get the citrus strip into the uh, the nooks and crannies, though, and let that paint start lifting, you can just blast it out of there with water. Oh, that's an idea. Okay. That's cool. Just kind of let it sit for a while and then just take the hose to it. Well, yeah. Well, you know how like, it'll, it'll start kind of crinkling up? Yeah. Once it starts crinkling up and pulling away from the metal, at that point it's not going to do anything more, so you can just take it and blast it with a garden hose. Oh, okay. You can also, um, but you still might want to capture that water if you can. You can also like use um like a car detailing. It depends on the citrus strip, though. I don't know if it wrecks foam or not. But you get like one of those little wheel polishers, those little balls, and get you know on your drill. Well, I used a um I used a foam brush first, and it turned the foam brush into like liquid. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it, foam it brushes won't work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful with foams and plastics. You could use a little wire, wire wheel brush in your drill. Yeah, that might work, a little Dremel wire wheel. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah, I'll try, I'll try to let it sit and then just kind of blast it, because I have, I have like 95% of the stuff off. It's just like in the corners where it's really hard to get anything in there. It's like the stubborn, not even paint. It's just like a, like a kind of film with a little bit of texture. I think it's just what's left. That's about all I did, and well, like uh, other than um, get well, yeah, I think I already told you I finished the junior, and 
made it made it to Mario's hideout. I was pretty psyched, but I uh, haven't nice. gotten past it yet. Haven't gotten past the hideout yet, but I did make it. Um, you do. Um, you do know that you don't have to jump when you're you're on the edges. It took me a while, right? It t- it took me a little while to figure that out that oh, I could just walk just off walk, the edge. You just walk straight into those vines. Yep. It took me a, it took me like several like games before I figured that out. Okay, that's cool because I think I died once that way by trying to jump onto the vine and hit a spark. Right. Yeah. No, I was playing though last night and something occurred to me. There's two Mario's in the beginning of the game. It's like oh, Mario, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, Mario and his clone push a little uh, <laughs> push DK, you know, in the cage, and like the sort of first appearance of Luigi. Yeah, maybe that's who he is. And but he's pushing on the outside of the cage, so it's like he's not really doing anything. Yeah, he's pushing in the wrong direction. Yeah. So it's probably Luigi. He's kind of the slower. You got this one right. And, and older Mario's like, well, he, he thinks he's helping. It's okay. <laughs> it's a my ferocious dog. Yep. Nice. Oh, here's a dog that's much smaller than Andrew's. <laughs> All right, you're okay, Skippy. <laughs> barking at something out there. I don't know, so I pick him up. Inside again. What everybody else do? Somebody had to do something arcade-related. I'm working on a secret project, but I can't talk about it. Who are you, John? (laughs) (laughs) I've been busy doing arcade shit, but I just can't talk about it. Speaking of of John's latest uh, video on the... uh, He was doing a versus restore? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out his uh, rattle can technique. Hmm. Which is basically oh. to keep the rattle moving. I cringe every time I see him. <laughs> because, you know, I've been struggling with that lately, working on this coin door, and it's kind of my first time really you trying to use a rattle can to really paint something nice. And so everything I saw online was, you know, back and forth, smooth strokes, 50% overlap, stuff like that, not too heavy. And he just goes right in there, like... Yeah, it's not even strokes, it's like this crazy scribble technique. Yeah, so, <laughs> just curious. I, I tell my wife every time he spray paints, I have to tell my wife, and she comes running just to watch and laugh at it. <laughs> I still have to see the episode. You guys mentioned something about uh, a battery on a Robotron he was doing or something, where he was... Yeah, he left the, the the plastic coating on the battery and put it and installed it in the game. So okay. after going through all the work of converting it from the AAA <laughs> over to the lithium, <laughs> he left left the plastic coating on the uh, the battery. And so then see an older video, like a restore of Robotron restore or something, or what was it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the Robotron he's got in his basement. When he I'll first got that. Find that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't figure it out for like two. I think it's like two episodes too. Like where he's just like. I I don't know what's going on with that. I won't say the settings. <laughs> so every time it starts up, it has to you have to cycle through and hit the the you know the the next button, the the forward button, to get the game to go back to the play, and then it won't save in the settings. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, noise. Like scuba gear. <laughs> so, Orange, uh, how, when are you heading out? When are you leaving from your place? Um, probably like 5 a.m. on Thursday morning. Same here. <laughs> yeah. So you're, uh, how many hours drive is it for you? It's just under 10 hours, I think, but I, I have to cross the border. Yeah. Uh, and I have a Nexus pass, but the Nexus isn't open that early, so not that it would be that busy, probably. Uh, and then I have a two-year-old that's coming along, too, so I don't know how many times we're going to have to stop for him. So. Sure. Wow. Yeah, it's about a nine-hour drive for me. So. I think I was there, um, you know, I think I was there six or something like that last last year. So, I mean, we're just going to make all our food the night before, and we're just going to, you know, gas stations to stop, that's it. We're just going to haul ass. Yeah. Gas station eggs the whole way. You can do it. We got Chinese food the other night just so I could get little portable packages of soy sauce, man. <laughs> Perfect. And, I, and I'm not joking. We actually have all those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it'll be a long day, but I enjoy driving, so I don't mind. Yeah, my son loves going on road trips with me. Usually they're only two or three hours. He, he always wants to hear the old stories of my BMX days or playing video games, whatever. So this this will be an extended version of that this year. He'll get his nine hours worth out of me. <laughs> yeah. Jackie, is this your oldest or the... Yeah, my oldest, Seth, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's a good kid. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he, he's ready to go. He's got his, uh, I told him last year when I went, I think when I was maybe 45 minutes away from my house, <clears throat> I was up in the mountains and the radio started cutting out, so on my phone, I uh, I just got it like a month before that, and I put all my music on it only up to the letter G. It's like I just couldn't get past that. I never finished. So I'm like, all right, Green Day it is. <laughs> so I just started playing Green Day, and I played like every album I had, for six hours straight. <laughs> wow. So that's wow. his, actually his favorite band. So he just finished tonight getting every single song they've ever done, and it's like 10 hours. I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> 10 hours of Green Day. <laughs> it's a nine-hour trip, so we'll get most of it and then the rest on the way back, I guess. So, yeah, good time. We always try to listen to um, podcasts like the, the Zombie Cast. You guys have heard of that one? Yeah, yeah. We try to do stuff like that. Takes the time away when you're driving. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching Simpsons Treehouse of Horror on the flight. Oh, okay. There you uh, go. And and maybe I'll I'll do some work uh, with the best of shows and listen to some outsiders. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> How's that going? How's the project going? I'm on episode 64, I think. Ah. So getting getting there getting there. I've got uh, a, a good chunk yet, but um, but that's just timestamps, so <laughs> I still have to splice it all in, and uh, I started working on, I've been working on some other videos and stuff, so I haven't spent as much time on that lately. The We Die video is in progress. <laughs> my wife's been hearing me chuckle at my own editing in the other room, so... Are you laughing at your own jokes then? 
Yeah, I even I even put because it's all '80s movies that I'm you know that I'm doing uh, the splicing in the the we die moment from Last Starfighter. So, you know, la- last night she comes in the room to say goodnight, and uh, I happen to be doing eighty the 1982 version of Annie, where she's singing the sun will come out tomorrow. And uh, bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow we die. And I, I just lost. I was laughing. She's like, I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> you're doing that to Annie? <laughs> no, no. Yes, I am. So, did, did any of you guys happen to listen to tonight's video game outsiders? Uh, no, I did not. I, I only caught like towards the end of it, and uh, it sounded like him and Matt were talking about. Um, the differences between the audiences that listen to video game outsiders versus arcade outsiders. It, it, it seemed like Matt seemed to think there was the arcade guys had some bitterness towards video game guys or something. That's the impression I got. Hmm. That's all I caught, really. I never listened to that show. I mean, the only time I'd ever hear part of it was waiting for arcade outsiders. So Yeah, yeah same here. I've only listened to a couple live through, but... I started listening to it um, kind of earlier in the year because I made it all the way through all the Arcade Outsiders, um, you know, the back catalog, and so I was like, oh, I'll start listening to Video Game Outsiders. So I've kind of, I've made it, like, back, I think back to, like, before last Christmas, 2014. Wow. I'm working I... my way back, but, yeah, I didn't even realize that the intro from Video Game Outsiders is basically the same intro that Arcade Outsiders uses, but with a different song. But, I mean, John does the same shtick. It's the same shtick, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I didn't realize that's where it came from. and So, it, yeah, it's been kind of interesting. But um, I don't listen to it as intently as I do, well, intently, but, you know, it's usually background. Because uh, I don't really play, I don't really play a lot of console games. I mean, I used to. But that's, I, a, that's the thing for me. I, I don't know what they're what <laughs> games they're talking about because I don't. Yeah, and and then like honestly, I don't find the other hosts that entertaining. They always they get into like a heated debate usually, but like it, it like I don't find it real funny and you know entertaining. Right. I listen to it at work. Um, listen to the shows, and I just like it when Matt and John, you know, fight. That's my favorite Big part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they fight hardcore, and sometimes John k- kicks them off the show. And yeah. <laughs> all that damn shit, it's pretty funny. And uh, Michelle is real sassy. She doesn't take shit from anybody, so she's kind of funny to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been listening on and off throughout the years, and I think Andrew has too. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, a lot of times I, I throw them on in the garage while I'm just doing other work and listening yeah. Yeah, because I'll be listening to, like, an old one, and, you know, John will be rattling off who's in IRC, and it'll be like, oh, 34K is there, yeah. I, I honestly never heard a podcast before Arcade Outsiders, the very first night that they did it live. Oh, uh, wow. I have a coworker who was always talking about this one podcast. He listened to they were kind of punk rock stuff, and I was like, whoa, podcast, yeah, that's interesting, you know. But I never downloaded or listened to anything. And then when I saw on KLB, they were talking about, like, all right, I, I got to check this one out. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, podcasts are like 80, 90% of all of our entertainment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we listen to tons. My wife even pays, like, subscriptions to a bunch of them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, since then, I've started listening to a lot of others. I'd listened to uh, Adam Carolla for a while, and 
The Nerdist with Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Pardo's a really good one. He's been doing it a long time. I'm a big Kevin Smith Smodcast. Uh, Smodcast, yeah. Yeah. It was it a Smodcast episode where Kevin? It might have been, or it might have been something else. But Kevin Smith has this long conversation with Jason Mewes about how he was so strung out on heroin or drugs at some point that he was convinced he was living with this girl. He was convinced this other guy was living in his mattress <laughs> and, like, you know, having sex with his girlfriend when he wasn't watching. God. <laughs> I heard that uh, Jason Mewes uh, um, lived with Kevin Smith for a while. Yeah, for a long time. It's up until yeah. I think he had a kid. Well, Ben Affleck lived with him, too, before he became a big actor. You know? he, uh, he bought Affleck's house after he moved. Oh, wow, okay. Back when they were poor, you know, they're living at each other's houses and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if Muse ever really got clean. He keeps he kept on going back in and out, in and out of sobriety. So he looks uh, he looks really weird now because he's had to have all of his teeth replaced from drugs, and oh, so he's got you know he's got that new teeth face. Oh no! But he doesn't look this, he doesn't look like the same guy anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. It looks weird. Wow. Hey, Orange, do you ever listen to uh, uh, to the podcast um, called Now Playing? Uh, we just started. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I like yeah. that one a lot. They're, they're doing a full retrospective on um, all the Quentin Tarantino movies. And uh, they have really interesting um, research that they do, and I talk about things that he didn't even know about the movies and stuff, you know, like scripts and, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's it's pretty interesting podcast. Yeah, the podcast started with us because my we used to listen to a lot of the old-time radio shows. My wife's got, like, I don't know, 85,000 different shows. We've got, like, huge terabyte hard drives just filled with all these old-time radio shows. And uh, we kind of went through them all at some point. And uh, we just kind of moved on to what else can we listen to and just kind of moved on to podcasts. Yeah. Listen to a lot okay. of I'll be right back. The guy delivering Steve's uh, uh, marquees is here, so I'll be right back. Oh, sweet. What, what's that link you posted, Andrew? That's the picture of Jason Muse, like a recent one. Oh, what's okay. the one that makes safe for work? <laughs> Holy crap, you're not kidding about that. Oh my god, that is so weird. Yeah, isn't that strange? Oh, his mouth. before? I, he doesn't look familiar to me. Oh, his mouth looks just like a. Uh, yeah. Like, the Joker. Like a clown. It's pretty fucking bizarre. <laughs> he needs to get clean permanently and then go on one of those like school tours where he tells kids about the bad things about doing drugs. <laughs> like, yeah. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to think this guy is having sex with your girlfriend and he lives in your mattress. If that doesn't do it, I don't know what would. Ironically, <laughs> I just watched Mallrats like a week ago. So it's that's that's really weird seeing that photo. Wait, so that guy was in Mallrats? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's Jay. That's Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Bob. 
a long-haired dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Wow. It's the teeth. That's what's throwing you. He's like an all uh, oh, I used to represent people in court, and so I had a lot of my clients who watch their teeth and their bodies. I brought my daughter with me whole time and showed her pictures of like old shots of my clients. If I Show her the pictures of the time, time, time out, Carrie. Time out, time out. Uh, we're losing you. Uh, you're, you're breaking up, and this sounds fucking interesting. I want to hear what you're. Did you say you represented? Can I get the transcript in the chat, please? Can you now? I don't know what to do. I can, I'm acting. I can get my headset. Someone else in Idaho is downloading a movie. Just in a, in a few minutes, they'll be done. And they'll come and play yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carrie, try closing uh, window. Try closing some of the unused windows. Okay. And then she just drops out of, out of our room. Oops. <laughs> Got that window. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you guys remember the the early days of the internet where the the pictures are like, dip, 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 oh yeah, slowly loading, just a still image picture. That was my whole life of porn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty much describes my teenage years. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I measure internet progress. And it's a good thing the IRC wasn't like that back then. You know, people posting links in there, just to see, just to see some of the, the shit that Andrew posts. <laughs> multi-part images, like where you had to download all five parts. Yeah, I got like 60 RARs to put together one image. Yeah, and then software had to recombine it for you, and then... Uh, the par files, and then they're corrupt, and you got to repair them. Yeah, you have one bad file out of like 70. You're like, fuck! Then you got to repair it, or it's too far gone to repair. <laughs> so we, we still, we're still sharing uh, pictures in IRC and stuff like that. It's just that the difference is, is that they were literally postage stamps. You had yeah. used, used a lot more of your imagination when you're looking at them. <laughs> All right, why am I still looking at Jason Muse? He's freaking me out. I'm gonna close that window. <laughs> I don't the, 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 rock. Could you yeah. the second link. Oh, that's horrible. Oh God, why did you do that? Ah. <laughs> Very. You can see the nubs of the teeth in there. It's so oh, sick. Nice. That's a nice PSA for gingivitis. Uh, that's oh, crack. Crack. He's got those four good ones in the front. <laughs> he can still eat corn. <laughs> <laughs> and open well, he's okay. He can literally use just a toothbrush. Not, not a toothbrush. <laughs> a toothbrush. <laughs> 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 oh boy, we got another picture coming in here. It looks like a uh, YouTube. Who's that? Mm. <laughs> I like war games or something. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 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 
Let's go, AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> oh, the good old days of dial-up. Singing the song on my modem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I got two games. I since I haven't been on in two weeks, but I can yeah. share something. Please share. Yes. Uh, I uh, I don't I don't know. Can I do the screen share without Brad being here? To show right. a picture, right? I think so. Let me try. It. I uh, I went and picked up a uh, Mr. Do in a Universal cab, oh, and, nice. um, and nice. a Super Pac-Man. Oh, nice! Those look like they're in nice shape. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I mean, the Mr. Do doesn't have a original joystick, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any lock bar holes drilled either. That's good. No. And you know, other than the sign on the uh, Super Pac-Man that says "Play at your own risk," uh, <laughs> which yeah. I think is really cool. I almost don't think it's ever been out in the wild. It's like one of the most cleanest original games I've ever seen on the inside. I mean, it it looks like it never been cracked open. Look at the front. How clean it is. Yeah. Yeah. The CPU's um, got some wear on the front there, in the front corner, but it's really nice. I took a lot more pictures. I can throw up a photo, buck album, photo bucket album in the chat, but uh, yeah, I, I got those uh, two weeks ago, on, actually on on a Tuesday, so I didn't get home in time to jump on. And um, and then I also I, I also bought another uh, candy cab, another. Uh, Sega. The second one? Yeah, so I can have one horizontal and one uh, vertical. Oh, you uh, so where did you find that candy, the second candy cab? <clears throat> Actually, I another um, another Clove member, um, I had a one add up, and a guy local reached out to me. Um, he, he had picked up, there was two of them on Craigslist about a year ago that were like dirt cheap, um, under 300 bucks, I think like 200, 250. Oh, really? Wow. But they were untested. They had the, they came from um, this last uh, shipment that was like uh, the coin op store that Kingsley, that was, uh, I guess, a kind of a, a bad experience for a group buy. Okay. It was a couple years ago. Uh, it was all over like the Neo Geo forums and stuff. And um, they had the, they had the AC cords cut. And so um, Ness Jess on Clove, he he bought one of them, and uh, he was able to wire in a new plug and put in a new fuse, and it it was all good. Um, and so this guy had gotten the other one, and uh, he he was flipping it to make some money, but uh, I still got a really good price on it. But uh, I was I was just like deathly afraid of of this thing being DOA, you know, once I got the power um, cord attached. So he he actually let me um, splice in a power cord before I bought it to power it on. And uh, so I went down there with, um, you know, a computer cord already spliced and had spade connectors on it and uh, had a security bit, took the back panel off and was able to, Wired it in, and I brought a cheapy jam, like a 16-one jamma board that I had, and just made sure I got video, and uh, um, it was all good. So yeah, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, 
yeah. So I, I mean, it, it needs to be, uh, you know, cleaned up, and it's one of those uh, Sega New Astro cities, so it has some yellowing on the um, speaker panels and stuff that I'm, I'm going to need to repaint. And right, they're they're you know having owned nothing but wood cabinets. And then now having a couple of these, it's kind of a neat change of pace. It's so much easier to clean up, and you know, it's just simple green and and uh, um, Mr. Clean erasers, and you can really, right? You know, it's like, it, I know they, I know they're not for everybody, but they're. I think they make really good JAMA machines because they're oh, yeah, tall. for sure. And if you can have one horizontal, one vertical, like. You know, next to each other, you're covered for all your, you know. Yeah. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, whatever you want to play. So do they make, do they make jammas that are just horizontal and another one's just vertical? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and the, the Astro, I think you you can rotate the monitor in there too if you want. Oh yeah, yeah. So the cabinet's not. Yeah, you can. You just uh, it's maybe eight screws and you just lift and turn. Put the mounting ears back on. So um, I heard it's. Uh, I mean, they're heavy. I think to do because it's a, a 27-inch tube. Yeah. Um, but they're in a cage, so the neck's protected, and it's. Uh, there's not a lot of cables connected or anything. It's. I think it's. You know, it, it can be done as a one-man job. Yeah. Cool. So we'll see. <laughs> where did you find the? Uh, was the was the super pack and the Mr. Do was what's that Craigslist finds or just a. Uh, uh, other clovers or friends? Yeah, actually, um, I've been meaning to tell Chris this. I mean, Chris and I talk all week long, and I keep forgetting to tell you this. Um, yeah, I'm like, hey. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't tell you about the games either. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Chris. Uh, <laughs> all good. Actually, um, so I drove to Fresno, which is three hours. Yeah, that's a long way. It was, it was the hall. Um, and... Uh, so to make the story as quick as possible, I uh, these popped up on Craigslist, and there was three games um, in the ad. It was uh, the Mr. Do, the Super Pac-Man, and a uh, Mario Brothers wide body. And they were wow. they were okay pictures. Um, the Mario Brothers wide wide body was probably the the one in the 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 worst condition. Um, yeah, you could tell the the overlay was all kind of coming off, and it looked like it was a little bit more scuffed and beat up. And uh, none of them had monitors. You know, none of them had any pictures on, uh, so you couldn't tell, you know, what it looked like. Um, you could see the Mr. Do had a very heavy screen burn-in, and uh, so I immediately it was like 10 o'clock at night. I, I the guy just had a cell phone. I texted him real quick. Um, Asked if he had any other additional pictures. He just sent me like high res ones of what he had, and uh, I said, "Hey, I'm three hours away. Can I, you know, can I come tomorrow? What times? When can I come?" And uh, he just kind of left it with me. He just said, "Call in the morning." So uh, I was a little unsure of what what to do. Um, I really yeah, wanted that. <laughs> Yeah, it was a long way, and, you know, it was during the week. It was like, I, you know, um, so I was playing hooky from work, and then um, <laughs> I re and I really wanted that Mr. Do. And uh, so I got up real early. I still wasn't sure. I called the guy, and um, he 
you know, I said, can I come? If I leave right now, can I come? And uh, and he's like, he's like, ten o'clock. He tells me, sorry about that. He says, uh, he goes, well, they're at my church, my and uh, my dad's the pastor, and you got to call him and. If he says it's okay, come down. So I had to make another phone call. I felt a little bit better that it was in a church and uh, got in the car and went and made the decision to go. I actually talked to my wife, and she, she gave me a blessing, so that made it easier. And uh, I, so I, I drive all the way down there. I get to this place, and I, I show up in the parking lot of this church, and um, nobody's there. Call the guy, tell him I'm waiting, and he goes, Oh, you were supposed to call me when you were closer. And he goes, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I'm so I'm sitting there waiting, and all of a sudden another guy pulls in. And I kind of look at him. He looks at me, and I'm not sure if it's the, the pastor or not. And uh, um, all of a sudden a third guy comes comes out of one of the buildings, and I realize that this is another guy there to buy a game. And I'm thinking, oh, man, Whoa. I drove three hours. Please. And, we're, and both buyers are going to be there. So, um, I, you know, I'm usually a pretty nice guy, but I got out of the car, and, I mean, I was mumbling and grumbling the whole time to the guy. And so I got out of the car right away, went straight up to the pastor, and I was like, hey, I'm here for the games. And uh, I go, who's this other guy? And he goes, oh, my son set this up. He's here to look at the games too. And I go, man, I drove three hours. For this, I go. That's not cool. That we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into like a bidding war. And, yeah. uh, All right. So he takes us into this little like uh, community rec center, and he has he flips them all on. And uh, so I, going into this, I I could bring home two games in my truck, and I I couldn't bring home three. And so the whole way home, I'm thinking. I'm gonna get two games because I, you know, I'm making this trip. I need to make it worthwhile, and I'm trying to think well, which is the two that are the, you know, I want Mr. Do, but what's the other one, and uh, that I get, and um, it was kind of a tough call because I mean I, I think the Mario Brothers has a lot of value. My, How much were they asking for Mario Brothers? Um, three fifty each. So. Um, I didn't pay that, but that's what they were asking. Right. <laughs> um, that was the other odd part in all this. So we get in there, and I, I kind of like I tried to look at them as fast as I could, size them all up, and I could tell the super pack was really nice. And um, so I immediately I just said, uh, I go, I want these two. I'm here for these two. And I looked at the other guy, and I'm like, What are you here for? And he goes, Well, I, and he was real timid, and he goes, uh, I. I'm here for the 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 Mario Brothers, and so I looked at him and I go, "Sweet, we got a deal." High five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, "Okay, now we're not gonna now we're not stepping on each other's toes." And uh, so the guy who bought the Super Mario or the Mario Brothers, Chris, he bought your Rampage from you, a guy named Ira. Ah, remember that? Yeah. He yeah. had me autograph his Rampage. Yeah, yeah. He turned out to be a really sweetheart of a guy. I spent a lot. I helped him load it into his car. He helped me load mine in. We talked in the parking lot. It was a great experience. Um, but he immediately wow. asked. He goes, "Do you know?" Yeah. He goes, "Do you know Chris Gack?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm really good friends with him." And 
And uh, so he was like, make sure you tell him I said hi. I'm the guy who got the rampage. And That's so, pretty funny because he was a BMXer back in the day, and he remembered my BMX stuff when he came out to buy the rampage. And he's like, hey, man, will you autograph the machine for me? I'm like, seriously? All right, if Let's close the deal. Sell the machine, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and it turned out he he was from uh, Turlock. He drove two hours. Um, yeah, he drove almost as far as I did. Uh, he still has your game, by the way. He's had, really? he still owns it. Um, so, um, yeah, and he he that yeah, was the other yeah, tough I don't part. Know if you remember this? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just saying that was the other tough part. Was so you know. When you go, obviously, when you're going on a Craigslist thing, you, you want to um, negotiate a little bit, right? Well, I'm thinking, how do I negotiate with another guy standing here? So, and he made it worse because he's like, well, I'm here to get the the Mario Brothers, and he's like, I'll take it, and he whips hands out 350 bucks and hands it to the guy. And so I'm thinking, great, <laughs> you yeah. know. And I'm going to you too, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, why don't you take your game to your car? <laughs> why don't you get out of here for a few minutes? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I was like, get out, like, leave for just a few moments so I can talk to this guy. So. Was it a nice Mario Brothers? Was it a good condition? Well, and, and, you know, I think I made the right decision. It was missing the back door. Um, the screen was had a little bit of collapse going on, and it, it was really beat up. And um, while the the super pack is, I don't think is really a keeper for me. Um, I, I mean, it's hard because man, it's such a beautiful game. I need to throw the, my the pictures up. It, it's a, an amazing condition. Other than the monitor needs to be rebuilt. Um, it's got a Geo Seven with some. Uh, it's got those weird geometry issues going on, so it needs a cap kit. Um, pretty bad, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have I own a Mario Brothers in a conversion, a really nice one. So that was the other part of it too. Was I, I mean, there was didn't make a lot of sense to buy another game that I already had. So yeah. even though this, this was a wide body, okay. and unlike probably the rest of the world, um, I, I'm probably in the minority. I'm not really a fan of the way the wide body looks. I kind of I don't know. I don't I don't really like it. So. <laughs> I like a skinny body myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a question for you guys. Um, you guys should probably be able to answer it. Somebody here could. As I saw on Craigslist this week, uh, one of those uh, Donkey Kong cabinets that has like all three, and it has a marquee that says all three. It says Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong Jr., and Donkey Kong. Now, is that something that was made like later, or is that just a, a home yeah. build? Or? No, was it was. Really it it was. Didn't um. Didn't Namco put that out? I think. Yeah, Dave yeah. and Buster's has one. Yeah, it yeah. has a has a big monitor in it. It, it yeah, it, stupid twenty five inch monitor and. It's at um, a weird angle. It doesn't. It's got a. It doesn't. It's just nothing about it's very appealing to me. But yeah, it's kind of like the anniversary edition. You yeah, know. that's exactly. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if it was something they put out later. It was a. Uh, it was on sale for like uh, four hundred bucks. I didn't know if that was a good deal or not. Yeah, that's a good deal. It, it is. Actually, it's a good deal. I, yeah. I'd flip it. Yeah, the yeah. board. I mean, the board would would get would get that alone. I think. There there was a thread on that on KLOV today. I saw it. Some guy oh, was really? talking about it was on 
it was like at a thrift store or something like that, and he saw it late last night, and it was four hundred dollars, and he drove like almost an hour to pick it up the next morning, when they opened at nine a.m. and someone else showed up there at eight a.m. and bought it. They they opened the store like ten minutes early, like right before he got there, and somebody else got the machine, and right. uh, Tron guy Dylan he he posted a new thread saying, oh. I just picked up this awesome new machine for only 400 bucks. I drove all night. He was <laughs> messing with a guy. <laughs> with guy. It, this is down in L.A., so it's like a six-hour drive from here, six, seven-hour drive. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, didn't, um, didn't, uh, do you know, um, this, he goes by uh, Master Koss. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just sold one, and I think he got, like, didn't he sell it for like fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred bucks? You got probably up the yeah, yeah, I don't money. The people who are gonna buy that are the guys with the high end pinball collection and they they think it'd be a cool addition. They don't realize you know, it's newer or whatever. Yeah, yeah not not for yeah, it's me, newer, but, but you know, but it still has a CRT in it at least and yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I don't I'm not real fond of those those cabinets, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a Namco. Yeah, reunion. You know, what was weird about it is that it was a vertical monitor, but yet it has Mario Brothers in it, which is a which is a horizontal. Yeah, yeah. So, it plays it squished. Yeah, it's squished. yeah. I thought that was kind of weird. And then, and plus, you got to be real close to each other trying to play, you know, Mario Brothers. It's not like the wide body, so I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, it it's a funky. It the monitor is sits like a. Um, at a funny angle too, doesn't it? it? I can't. I don't know how to. I, I've only seen one. Uh, it's not kicked back. It's more upright. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, YouTube feed again. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, what happened to Orange Whip? Do look. Uh, this, I've always liked those Mr. Do cabs. Uh, just the back glass and you know the the. Control panel and the game's pretty fun too. But that those universal cabs are just they're really cool looking. Yeah, that is definitely a cool cabinet. Yeah, I um I had a uh a, well I I had a ladybug at one point that that um it, it's at Grinker's now. We talked about that a couple episodes ago, and um th that one had like the um and I think like if you watch Ty's video of his Mister Do restoration. That had the uh, the clear coat was coming off of it quite a bit, and I think that's kind of common on those universals is that the the clear coat starts to peel. Oh, okay. And uh, I think most guys just end up putting a heat gun on them and just pulling it all off completely. Um, I was really excited that this one doesn't have any of that. This the, the side art is all intact, um, other than the joystick um, is not original. Uh, someone, someone had put in a uh, a uh, K7000 in it, so the monitor had been replaced. I actually took that as a plus because those Universal cabs had those uh, really crappy. Uh, 4600s. No, no, they're Japanese monitors, 100 volt oh. monitors. Um, oh, like Sanyo or not Sanyo, but um, Nano or. <laughs> um, not those. Um, I'm trying to remember what it is now. Um. But they're they're kind of regarded as crap. Weyas um, or Matsushitas. It starts with an E, I think. 
Um, Oigo, E-Y-G-O or something like that? Yeah, I'll ha I can't remember. Um, if you remember uh, uh, when they were talking about the Ladybug, they didn't even bother fixing that one. So I was kind of happy that AK-7000, but it's got. what's weird is it's a. Um, it's one of the newer K7000s. It's a digital. I have actually the manual here behind me, but um, it's it's got on-screen display, and uh, so it's got to be a monitor that can't be. I, I mean, I would guess five to ten years old, and it's already got just massive Mr. Dewburn in. But I think I can do a tube swap, um, no problem, since it's a K7000. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to tube swap it. Um, i got to obviously figure out the lighting situation because I don't think the light, the marquee, or the uh, the back art is lighting up. And uh, and then I'll, I'm probably just going to have to put a Wico in um, in place of that, that joystick that's there. And then the only other thing that was bad cabinet-wise is um, maybe someone can answer this for me. At the very bottom of the uh, cab at the base, um, it has kind of that Tato, Nintendo-style square uh, base that's smaller than the actual cab. Yeah. Um, it has a built-in coin door, uh, or not coin door, but like coin bucket. And then to the left of it is a um, like an oval, it almost looks like a speaker hole, but there's... There is no speaker there on the other side. It looks like it's just for airflow or for vent ventilation. It's kind of kicked in, and all the vertical slats are all broken. I'm not sure if that's repairable in the sense that it would be it would, make, it would maintain itself. Um, I might just fill it in. But does anybody know what that was for? Hmm. That sounds uh, like it I, could be an intake vent, but. Yeah, hiding, hiding drugs. Yeah, there's. Yeah. No, I mean, there's no fan on the other side of it. Um, yeah, but it could still be passive cooling. I mean, there's yeah. uh, there's vents all over these things. Yeah, no fan, no screen, just uh, kind of an oval with uh, um, four or five vertical slats. But like three of the five are all busted out. So, but I think that's an easy fix. So. Cool. Bonus. Yeah, that's all, that's all I got. It's been I've been busy, but it's all I have. Did you guys, I don't know what why this popped in my head, but did any of you guys happen to see there was a thread on KLV about uh, thirty thousand Dave started it. It's called Arcade Confes Confessions. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good thread. Yeah, have you guys seen the the post the guy made about finding seventy five thousand dollars of gold jewelry in his arcade machine? Oh my god! I was like, "Holy shit! Seventy-five thousand dollars!" Wow. And he stirs up and down that it's you know a true story. He said he, I think he owned a business or something or owns one. And he had some taxes he had to do, whatever. He paid off his taxes and then bought his wife a new ring or something like that. But seventy-five grand in an arcade machine. <laughs> yeah, and, wow. then, and then didn't he say he sat on it for three years just? To yes. So you read that too, okay? Yeah, just to avoid craziness. <laughs> um, Holy shit! I think I think the sitting on it for three years it would be just as hard. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Crazy uh, talk. Well, you sat on it for three years in case someone came looking for it. Yeah. Okay. I think that was what he was saying. He was waiting for somebody to claim it. 
Yeah. yeah. But I think ultimately it was like the uh, a police officer told him or something. It, it's you bought it as is, where is, or something like that. And once you, once the transaction is complete, it's your possession. Like unless it was stolen property or something, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, crazy. Well, how about the post like um, two, three before that, where the the guy said he was. Uh, he was wait. What did he say he was doing? He was swinging an, an axe, and he he missed and hit his foot. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to go back and read it. But he said he was he was trying to hit knock something with an axe, <laughs> and he he swung and missed, and he went right into his foot. Oh. I would die if that happened. I, my wife would come out and just find me passed out with an axe in my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I haven't found tons of cash in any of my games. I think my first games I got, one of the Rush the Rocks had maybe ten bucks in it. Like the the there's the big monitor bezel that swings up, the green shroud thing, and a bunch of quarters were all stuffed around that. So once I opened, I swung it up and looked underneath, and I could see in, behind it. So I dug all those out, but. That's probably about the most, and then uh, there was a, a miniature golf course that closed down a few years ago, and I caught word from a couple friends of mine that he was selling games, and it was uh, Terminator 2, and so I got it for 50 bucks. It was semi-working, like you could turn it on, but the guns weren't registering right or whatever, and I'm rolling it out of there, and there's all these tokens falling out of the back of it. Like, hey, wait, you know, those to I'm supposed to keep those tokens. I'm like, this thing's mine, buddy. This is my game, you know. <laughs> there was probably at least 100 tokens in it, maybe 150 tokens. I still have those in a bucket somewhere. Wow. So, yeah. So that's probably my biggest find in a machine, I guess. This yeah. Mr. Do was the best I've ever had. It had $18 in it. Nice. I, I gave the I was giving the pastor a bunch of crap. I was like, "You're charging the kids for these games? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's all for fundraising." And I'm like, "Oh, I thought for sure they'd all be on free play." Right. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Crazy. Fundraising. All right. All right. So, uh, 34k. You gonna pick up that Sinistar cockpit? You know, it's only three grand. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's gone. Is it? Oh, really? I haven't seen it back up there for a while. Yeah, to be honest with you, that's that's how much I sold mine for. Wow. Uh, yeah, you guys were all shocked, but I'm, I I wouldn't be surprised if like someone actually went and made an offer on that. They're... It's a great collector, man. People pay lots of money for that kind of stuff because it's it is really rare. You don't see it yeah. pop up. And that one was in really nice shape. I haven't seen. I didn't see yours, but um, the yeah. one that. You know, was posted here. They it, they said it was fully restored. I would, looking at some of the details in the pictures, I would have said that it's not fully restored, but it was clean. Like eight out of ten, maybe. Yeah, good, a good solid eight out of ten. Everything looked like it was there. Wow. Mine was not restored, and I'd probably say it was more like a seven out of ten. But I I tried to be as descriptive as possible and as many photos as possible to the buyer. He he made me the offer. I it was not for sale. This yeah. other person wanted it, so okay. 
gone. That <laughs> 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 money you just don't say no to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's definitely um, man. I mean, it's such a wild looking cockpit. Yeah, for sure. Um, the fact that it's a 2D game is the only kind of thing about it that's a little bit weird. Like, but I don't know. The cockpit's so cool. I don't think that would bother me. You mean yeah. you'd add it to your cockade? <laughs> it, would in, it would be in the cockade. Yeah. Perfect. Cocks everywhere. Right. <laughs> in the walls with cocks. And I walk around telling everybody I know. You know, I have a basement full of cocks. Line them cocks up. Wouldn't <laughs> brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that is weird, that. though. It's not like Star Wars, where it's a cockpit game, where you're flying. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a looking over down on a ship. It's kind of weird they made a cocktail or a uh, cockpit out of that game. Well, Spy Hunter's cockpit. That's true. Yeah. That's weird too. You know? Yeah, but at least you're driving, so it kind of you kind of feel like you're you're in the you're in a vehicle with the steering wheel and everything. Whereas like uh, Sinistar, you're just kind of you know joystick is flying a little ship around and. Well, didn't they do uh, track, didn't they do Omega Race as a cockpit too? Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. another weird one. That what was, what was really cool about the Sinistar, though, it, you know, it's got the, the surround sound, and then it had um, gauges and stuff that light up around the bezel, oh, okay. the, the control panel or something. So it, it kind of you know immersed you into the game, even though it was. Isn't the isn't there a control on the, on, like on your, at your hands, like where you sit? Isn't it off the? the Omega Race, you're oh, talking about. Omega, Omega Race is that way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the Omega Race. And, uh, like, Star Trek. Okay. Captain's Chair. Oh, Captain's Chair. That thing's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But to the Spy Hunter, though, 34K, when I when I got mine, you know, I was all excited to have it. Um, same guy who has the, the Tron prototype is who I got that from. And, you know, really stoked to have it. And it was not for sale either. <laughs> But somebody made me an offer I couldn't refuse. But um, the actual cockpit part of that, though, for a tall person, I mean, I'm about six feet tall, and it, it's like cramped yeah. on, a, on a Spy Hunter. You know, the, the, the Star Wars cockpit got a little more room, and the, the full position seems fine. But for some reason, the, the Spy Hunter just felt kind of you're like in there like that, you know. Yeah. I wish they would have, you know, allowed an adjustment on the seat or something for adults, but. That'll fit in really any cockpits. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I have to play Star Wars. I think the first time I played it as an adult, I had to play with both legs sticking out the sides. <laughs> I was sitting down straddling the thing. And playing yeah. playing pole position at Grinker's is a pain because it's like I, I'm playing basically with my knee up here. <laughs> I'm not going to pose a good score. Yeah. <laughs> those, those cocks are a tight fit for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I always keep it tight, Jim. That a boy. I knew I was excited for Grinkers for something, yeah. Does <laughs> <laughs> John say keep assholes tight? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, 34, back to the cramping into environmental cockpits and whatnot. What do you, have you ever been in uh, EDOT before? I've never been inside an EDOT. I played an upright, but I've never been inside an EDOT. So at least that one has kind of a, the seat kind of crouches you down a little bit. Yeah, you lean on it. Yeah, you don't have a whole lot of front-to-back space, 
but you're allowed to cr kind of crouch down on the seat a little bit. Yeah, it does, doesn't it have like a little uh, a little tiny bench in the back or something like yeah. that? Yeah, that's what so I mean. Yeah, we'll have to see how that works out for you. <laughs> yeah. I'd I like to to play that. <laughs> I'd like to see. No, I can't like, you got to work or anything. So. Well, uh, we we can go around to uh, Steve's place and, and uh, you guys can take a picture of me in every one of his cockpits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a great Tumblr. I don't know anything about Tumblr. It just sounds like that would be good. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see Andrew try to do uh, get in a, one of those like mini turbos. <laughs> yeah. The little red ones. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cock talk. Hey, did you guys uh, did you guys see these? I'm just catching up from work. Did you guys see these rings that are? Uh, oh yeah, those are cool. What rings? The token rings. Yeah, if you. They're, the rings? Yeah, they're in the Grinkers uh, thread. Yeah, he's gonna be there. Yeah, he's well, he's bringing a um some for prizes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, they actually sent me a. I, I don't know, 34k if he sent you one or not. Sorry if I feel like elitist or something right now, but he sent me a private message saying, "Hey, I want to make you one." And he's all, "What's your ring size?" And did you go like this? I know, yeah, yeah. And I told him, "Well, my 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 wedding, you know, I got I'm a, I'm a portly guy, so my wedding ring finger is like a size 12. So I'm like, I, you know, I gotta go for the thumb ring, of course, right? You know. So I said, "Can you make a 13?" And so he said, I basically, I think that's the largest size he could make. <laughs> so he made me a Pac-Man one. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, very cool. What's going on there? <laughs> what happened to Orange Whip? Oh, he had to, uh, his friend was bringing over um, a marquee, and they were going to test some boards or something like that. He said he'd, 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 uh, he'd come back at some point. Oh, okay. But he was, it's a marquee he's bringing to uh, Grinkers for somebody, so he wanted to make sure he got it tonight. Oh, okay, cool. Do you guys want to talk about what games you think are going to be in the tournament? Uh, Gak and I no can't comment. Have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us. <laughs> we'll find out in two short days. Yep. What games you think will be in the tournament? Andrew doesn't have to answer. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get some water. <laughs> I'm predicting I'm predicting EDOT just because. Oh, yeah. I agree. I'm predicting uh, that's the only one. They only want to have a prediction on, I think. Yeah, that, that's kind of a dead giveaway. Well, iRobot, maybe. Oh, maybe iRobot, that's right, because John did get that iRobot, so you know that. Wacko, maybe. Wacko, I would bet you Wacko would be in there too. Yeah, so those be, three, I think, will be there. I'll be really surprised if they don't put eyes in there. Yeah, well, wasn't, uh, that's a new addition. Wasn't Wacko though just in? Um, Chris, yeah, you can confirm this. Yeah, wasn't that like Brofest? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it won't be. Well, I don't know. What What other new games has Grinkers picked up? Steve was posting those weekly threads, but I, I haven't seen one lately. I'll do a safe pick, pole position. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good bet. Again. Will there, uh, I wonder, is there, can you answer this? Will there be a pin in the tournament? Yes. Okay. Uh, one pin. One pin. I believe they, they try, at least at, at uh, Grinkers, they try to have one pinball 
in the main tournament every time. I kind of like that. That was cool. Yeah, I did too. That was cool. That was the first time I ever played Earthshaker. That was fun. Yeah, Earthshaker last year. Yeah, I yeah. believe we, we actually tried to get a pin in the Brofest tournament, but there was something up. Like the, the two pins we picked from, there was issues with them or something like that, and then they said, like, oh, that's, you know, the, oh, that's right. The pins we wanted to do were, like, on the different floor or something like that. A lot of pain. Like, the better the better pins that are more fun to play weren't on the main floor where all the bids were. Right. So nah. It was just, nah, let's not do that, so. What yeah. pins does uh, Grinkers, I know don't, they have a black hole, right? I think there's a black hole. They have a Terminator 2, F-14, Earthshaker, already. They had a pin. Uh, Bride a pinbot or a pinbot? Yeah, they pinbot. One of those, I think, were there. Yeah. Yeah, they had bride. I want to say they had a cyclone. Was I on there? I I saw that. I might be wrong on that. There's. uh, I got pictures up from last year. I have. uh, Well, there's a game list. We could look at it. Cyclone, black hole, pinbot, Terminator Two. That's all the stuff by the bar, I think. Yep. Yeah, there's two areas of pins there. And then there was uh, Star Wars. Well, that's right. Star Wars in the back corner. Yep. Is that the Data East? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, Earthshaker. I'm trying to remember what was it. Oh, Comet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And um, wasn't it F-14? Yeah. Yeah. F-14 is there. And, and baby pack. Yes, I was just gonna say oh, that. You were just pack. I was in the tournament. Yeah, well. uh, it was. Oh, that game so oh, hard. Yeah, God, it's so hard. Kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. I just, I wish that Pac-Man would go. You know, maybe twenty-five to fifty percent faster. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's what makes it so hard. It's so uh, slow. It's like too frustrating. They should make a speed-up chip for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody talked about doing that, but then it's like, then it might get too easy. You know, yeah. The, the gameplay is already kind of meh. You know, that that's what happened with the you know this the one I have here. I'll say yeah. What do you got there right behind you? <laughs> he said, as he says that with it one in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so the the guy I, uh, there's a local pizza place to me. My, actually, you guys know what Groupon is? Yeah. Okay, so there was a Groupon deal at a local pizza place. This is probably a year and a half, two years ago. And my wife and I went there. As soon as we walk in, I, of course, I gravitate if they have any video games or pinballs. I'm like, whoa, they, they got a couple games in here. And I noticed the pinball was dead, and they had three bids, I think. And so I, you know, talked to the guy there, and he, he's, he wound up being the owner. And he's all, yeah, you know, I own all these machines. And he's all, yeah, the pinball went out, at, you know, six months ago, and the place that used to service it is no longer in business. And, and I said, well, hey, you know, I, I, I do some of this stuff, and I have friends that know how to do it, too. If I can't do it, you know, maybe we can work out something. You know, I'll, I'll see what I can do to help you out. So um, I wound up doing kind of a trade. It was the, the Baby Pac-Man there and a Multicade and a repair of one of his games in trade for his pinball and a championship sprint. And so that pinball, I wound up trading for my tapper, which is uh, over here. 
<laughs> so in a roundabout way, that's how I, that's how I got that. And then uh, you know, fast forward a few months, and you know, he's had you know a couple of ongoing service issues, whatever. And he's he's kind of like ah, you know, the 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 baby Pac-Man isn't getting much play. He kind of pushed it in a back room and brought a different. He had a spare another arcade game that he brought out there. And I said, well, you know, maybe we can work out a different trade for that one. And because he, because I, I built him a horizontal multicade. And he said, well, I'd really like to have, uh, you know, a vertical one too with a trackball. And so I got another game I'm working on, which has been about six or eight months now, still not yet to finish. But he, he basically said, oh, just take the game. It's just, you know, collecting dust here, and we'll work out the trade later. So. I've just been sitting on it for six or eight months now, not getting around to it, but it, it's basically mine as soon as I deliver the other game to him, which is about two games further over. Uh, uh, decayed, so <laughs> I've already I've got the the it's like a you know one of those four twelve on boards. I got the the um, arcade classics uh, stuff that actually John did, John Jacobson, the. Um, he did that for uh, Phoenix Arcade. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. I got the, the marquee and the control panel overlay and the control panel that has the trackball, three buttons, and joystick. So I got the circuit board and the harness, all that. Just too damn many projects, right? <laughs> you don't have time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True story. You know. And then, you know, so Mike, I don't know if you saw, uh, but two weeks ago maybe, so I wound up picking up a game at an auction. I don't know if you saw that, Mike, or if no. I told you about it. No. Oh but wait, no, I did. I did. I I saw you. I watched that one. Okay. Yeah, the Nintendo. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually tried to. Oh. So I tried to take the paint off. So that this this stuff does not work too good. Goof off. Yeah. That, that was a ton of robbing, 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 trying to get it off. It, it doesn't work. And then heat gun. Tried that here with a scraper. Same deal. Doesn't really work. So I've had this for years. Citrus strip. Yep. So that's that's what'll be next. I think that's, that's what most people do, right? Isn't Crafty Mac, yeah. you said that, right? Yeah, that, I mean, I've, I've watched uh, quite a few videos where people have used Citrus Strip to take paint off. And is that, uh, is that a cabinet? It's a uh, DK Junior cabinet. Yeah. That gel coat is really uh, tough, so... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know. It should be pretty well okay. Yeah, maybe test it on a spot, but yeah, it should be okay. Yeah. I mean the the back's the back's pretty chewed up and there's a bunch of screw bits. Is it? Yeah, I think I pointed that out. Chris, is it a is it a plywood cab? Or is it? Uh, I don't know if you can see that up there. I think that's particle board. Looks like particle. Yeah, don't the particle boards don't they have more like that kind of almost paper finish? They don't have the gel, uh, do they? I think it depends. I'm not sure, but you know that I was I was putting. Uh, let's see if I can put it over here. 
I was putting the heat gun on this for a while. I don't know if you can see this. I mean, that's it's like melted. The black paint's melted. Hmm. But it, it didn't damage the, the orange at all. But um, see if you can see here, there's like screws right here. Yeah. I mean, they, they put a bunch of screws all on the sides trying to reinforce the cabinet. But I don't know. Uh, that's all I did last weekend, arcade-wise. Yeah, too too many other things going on, family and uh, Grinkfest stuff. So I'm all good. I can wait. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. True story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, I need to go to the bathroom. I've got the grass, like Dave. I've got uh, corner of the day. This is empty. We're missing some grass peels. Like that much twice, so (laughs) it's time to let it work its way out. What is that? Three pints? Uh, It's a it's a one pint, I think. So it'll fill thirty six ounces to about there. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's like the boot. I got one right. of those boots. That's like a Polliner uh, Oktoberfest. It came with like a, a pint can of a beer in it. So, wow. you know, if I feel like just having one glass, this is the way to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just having right. one beer. Just I'll one. be back in a couple minutes. Wait, so... Does anyone who's coming to Grinkers happen to have a joust bezel? <laughs> a glass joust bezel. I've been looking hard for like two weeks, having trouble locating one. And I'm, I'm not going to pay for the repro because it costs more than the cab did. It's like 180 bucks, isn't it? Yeah, like 100 plus 30 in shipping, so it's like 130. So it's like, yeah, I paid 100 bucks for the cab, so I can't bring myself to do that. I'm surprised you can't find one. It seems like it seems like I see a lot of joust um, glass on non-joust games. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the 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 glasses. The artwork's not really that remarkable. So I'm kind of like, why? It's not like collectible or just wacky or, or that you know. It's it's kind of abstract. Um, yeah, I've been looking on eBay. I put a want to buy in claw. Um, uh, one will turn up eventually, but it doesn't even have to be that nice. I mean, I'll just novice, novice the crap out of it. I have a question for everyone. Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm remodeling the garage to be a game room, and uh, I had a electrician come out and put two. Uh, 20 amp circuits, and I have six outlets on each circuit, and we I had them wire them into a switch, into each individually into a switch. Do um, there was a thread recently about turning on all your games on at once? Yeah. Is 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 am I going to be in trouble if I try to do that? How many games are you going to uh, hang off of each circuit? Well, I mean, I I. At the moment, I'm I've got 15 games, um, so it would be split. 
So, I mean, I think, I think they say, like, between 8 and 10 per 20 amp is probably about as much as you want to do. There definitely will be um, some inrush when you first power them on. But, I mean, uh, in, do I want to avoid turning on six games at once? Six should be fine. Okay. I would say I would, even, you know, six, eight, any more than 10, I would be concerned about the inrush on a 20 amp. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm at the point where I don't, I don't think I'm going to be much more than this. Um, and there's there's lots of options out there too if you wanted to set up like remote switching on. Yeah, I've I've looked at all those. I, I just wondered if that's what I I kind of thought I was avoiding having to do that by the way I I did the electrical work, but then this this thread kind of popped up about how you know how bad it is to turn on all your games on at once, and uh, so it made me think twice. You should be fine. I mean, if the, if the 20 amp circuits are, if, they, if you've got good breakers uh, on those, good, you know, new breakers should be fine. So it's not an old ass breaker that's, you know, been yeah. a bunch of games and has gotten weak. It's a new panel, new breakers, new wiring, everything new. So yeah. you should be fine. If it's all code, then you should be fine. Yeah. And you had an you had an electrician do that. I did. Yeah. How much did that cost? Because I'm going to be doing that to my arcade room. Um. Well, I had him do a little bit of other additional electrical work. My garage was um, kind of a, a, I don't want to say a mess, but I, I, everything I had in the garage was running off of one circuit, mm. uh, which was a G, and it was a GFI circuit. Um, so the garage doors, we had two refrigerators in, the, in there. I have a compressor. Um, so I, I've never been, never been able to turn on all my games at once, ever. I mean, as soon as I'd flip on three or four, I'd, you know, pop the breaker. Pop it, yeah. So I had him, um, so I, I had to get a new, I had to get a new panel, um, and I had him put in, actually, four circuits, four new circuits. So we put each fridge on its own circuit. Um, we kept the garage doors on the existing uh, GFI, and uh, actually, I'm sorry, I did five circuits because I had them put the compressor on its own circuit, and then I got the two new ones for the arcade. And they they put in 12 outlets and two switches. And, um, hey, I got the quote right here. Should be good. Should be good. I paid 1800 bucks for that. Okay. That's not, doesn't seem unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think so. I was gonna do the same thing with two breakers, but probably have three outlets, one on each, maybe four. I don't know. So something very similar. But the only thing bad is I have to have it run all the way from the garage to outside and then back into this room. So it's gonna have some outdoor. Uh, uh, yeah, you know where they put them in those those pipes and all that stuff. So. I was gonna. I was guesstimating it would probably cost me fifteen to two two grand. I'm guessing, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I ended up getting a few other things along the way. Like, um, I put a. I my garage already had drywall, but I ended up putting in a um, uh, finishing off the ceiling and and half of it that's gonna be over the arcade. And I had them uh, uh, had them basically build an attic. Up above there for storage, and we ended up putting in an attic fan that got added in, and he did that with you know it was no extra charge other than the charge of the fan. So, 
and they ended up putting another light up in the attic. So I got a few other things along the way for out of it. Um, oh, that's good. So do you have yours? You're going to have it set up so you can just flip a switch and everything comes on in your room? Yeah, so uh, the way we wired the outlets was every other one. So it's like A, B, A, B, A, B across the three walls. And uh, That's good. So you flip one switch, all the A's will come on, and you flip the other switch, all the B outlets will come on. Oh, cool. Okay. But I, I have seen all the these uh, remote-controlled... Um, power surge protector that you can do. I just, I mean, I'll get them if that's what I need to do, but I, I kind of thought I was playing it safe with what I, the way I, uh, I built it out, so. I, I don't think I can, I don't think the way I want to use the room I'll ever put more than 15 games or so out there, so. Yeah, you should be fine. I mean, seven, eight games on one, one of those should be fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, Is that sure. what you did, Andrew? Did you have an electrician come out, or did you do it yourself, or what? I did it myself. Yeah. I, had, um, I actually had 220 service out there, uh, so I just split that to two separate 20-amp circuits and then ran those. Um, my garage already has a sub in it, though, so everything was working. like It was basically just all in the same building. Yeah. How did you know how to do all that? I mean, did you, did you know how to work with, uh, with that? It's, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. The only thing with running 20-amp circuits is you need to run the uh, the thicker gauge wire. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing. It's still just three, you know, three three wires, basically. Yeah. So I just got some Romex uh, in, um, was it 14 or 16 gauge? I don't know, whatever you have to run for it. I, I checked it. And then um, just basically just did home runs from where I did the service, the convenience outlets, just straight back to the panel. But I only put in um, two outlets when I did it, so it was pretty straightforward. Just one one home run for each one going back to the panel. In uh, in okay. Canada for a twenty amp circuit, you run a twelve gauge wire. A twelve gauge, yeah. It was safe. I know it's the thicker gauge. I just wasn't sure which size it was. Yeah, yeah fourteen is regular fifteen amp, and twelve is twenty amp. Unless it's more than eighty feet long, then you gotta jump it down uh, to ten. Gauge just so I can pick up the uh, amp draw. Yeah. I'm back, by the way. Finally. Hey. Yeah, I've actually my garage is kind of got it's it's got a stupid amount of power, and I think I've got uh three three fifteen amps and two twenty amps out in just the garage. Wow. That's power but, for plenty of uh, extra games. Yeah, well, it's not even so much the games, though. So it's like the you know, it's the garage door opener, the compressor. Um, most of the wall outlets are all just the off of a separate 15 amp service, and then the the boat just got the two dedicated ones for the games. But I, I don't know why they decided to pull the 240 out there, but there was plenty of power. So what determines between 15 and 20? Is that something the breaker determines that, or is that your box? Well, it's the the it's the breaker and the 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 actual lines running to it. Yeah, it's the the gauge of the wire and and then the breaker. Yeah. Okay. And depending on how far uh, your arcade is from your panel, it might even be cheaper to just put a small like eight um, eight breaker sub panel in. 
Yeah. And just run a 60-amp breaker off of it. Yeah. I had a sub-panel in the garage, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> Jimmy looks like... He looks like right now, like, he's like the hardest rocking arcade guy with a 61 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> I want your visual effects, Jimbo. <laughs> no, you don't want these effects. I be you become like an eight-year-old. <laughs> I still haven't been able to figure out how to turn mine on. <laughs> I just told my wife, I'm like, yeah, I must have ADHD. I'm just playing around like a little seven-year-old with my effects on the webcam. Well, she's out there watching a show called How to Get Away with Murder. I'm not sure if I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm addicted to this show. I'm like, oh. taking all these notes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Little do I know. So if you don't show up to Greenfest, we know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's supposed to give me a ride to the airport. <laughs> Yeah. Just in case, where are the top four places you would bury the body? <laughs> so we know where if to I send find them. that list, um, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> for for those of us with iPhones, uh, if you've ever asked Siri to uh, ask Siri, where do I bury a body? It will actually pop up with metal foundries. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lawsuit waiting to happen. It's a little dark. <laughs> I was just uh, the guy that dropped off the um, the marquees for uh, Steve. We were yeah. just oh right yeah for Steve okay. Yeah, the two tennis for his dual upright verses. Right. Um, so we were just chit chatting for a while, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. I just I was looking down, and he's like, "Oh, it's a little." He goes, that looks like a daughter card for a Versus. And I'm like, oh, let's take a look. And it's, oh, yeah, it says PPU and CPU. The CPU is missing, though. So we uh, we did a quick look up on it while he was here, and uh, turns out this is a Top Gun. Didn't even know I had it. Nice. So that's yeah. Castlevania is what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, who wants you, Top Gun? you got to take a ride to the danger zone, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I didn't even know I had it. I don't. Even, to be honest, I have no idea where this even came from. Well, that's cool though. It's cool you found that. Yeah, it's worth something now before the multiverses comes out. Yeah. Well, I guess the one. Well, there's lots of good things, but at least you know you still have to have the PPU and CPU, right, in order to get that to work. You have to have a PPU and a CPU. Doesn't matter, mismatch, whatever, right? Apparently, yeah, it'll take any any PPU. Nice. <laughs> I mean, there'll still be collectors out there who want the original stuff, so... Yeah. Well, I'm sure this original stuff won't go down. I know the original Zookeeper has actually probably gone up in value because of the, the you know, the multi that's going to be coming out, and same with all the Williams games. I mean, more people want Robotron today now than ever, and they could buy J-Rocks. Yeah. And if you just want to run, like, Castlevania and Dr. Mario or something like that... Right. No, you I, almost, I almost brought a versus board to Grinkers as a prize, <laughs> but um, but then I was like, you know, it'd be nice to have a backup board, you know, even even with the the multis. Can you draw something with your pencil there? 
<laughs> I don't have any arms. How can I possibly try? <laughs> you have a lazy eye, though. Yeah. I know. Cool. I know. I, I got like a twitch or something. I can't. Die. Yeah. Ah, Tourette's. Can you, make the can you make the motion of uh, shaking a salt <coughs> salt shaker in your mouth? <laughs> I better switch to something a little more. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and now a pepper shaker too on the other side. I, I still got like yeah, that die is like twitchy. <laughs> I better recalibrate this shit. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe you have a twitch ah. in your real eye. Ah. Hmm. There you go. Much better. I don't know. Everything's just acting up weird tonight. So, uh, oh, where'd that picture go? Ah, 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 uh, what picture? Oh, it's just um. <laughs> oh, damn it! My IRC scroll. We, we talked a little bit about listening to other podcasts. You know, whether it's inside or outside the arcade stuff. What what specifically other video game or arcade podcast do you guys listen to, if at all? Does anybody listen to the Broken Token podcast? I, I do, actually, but to be yeah. honest, a, a lot of them I fast-forward through. They kind of yeah. get a slow. But there's been some really good ones, though. My, my favorite one, for sure, was uh, he interviewed um, the guy who started Activision. Oh, I, I don't, wow. I don't remember the guy's name or any specific details right now, but it, it was really interesting, though. Really really well laid out how the guy explained the transition of working at Atari and creating this group and trying to get royalties from Atari and get screwed over and forcing him to basically start uh, Activision. That one was really good for sure. Probably one of my top three favorite interviews of any video game related stuff. I, I tried listening to that podcast and I have it on my phone. I, I I never like the ones from they're at shows. For some reason I, they just yeah they don't interest me. And then yeah I, I download one and it's like okay this one's you know seven and a half hours long and I'm like holy shit uh, that, that, like, that I can't us. I can't listen to this yeah I yeah. used to listen to uh, arcade repair tips way back before like I've never heard before. that one I, it that, sounds familiar but I I've never heard the podcast. They have like, a YouTube channel. As long oh, as you want to work on your chassis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, YouTube, I've seen that one, the chassis guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tim and, uh, was it? Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> what's his name? Yeah. Uh, I, I listen to that podcast as well. Actually, I don't mind that one. I used to, but then it got to be, okay, Tim, let's move on. Okay, uh, oh, John yeah. from, and, and they just, it's rap, It's like three hours of question and answer, and it's always the same, like, generic responses. So, it's always it's always Q and A, and it's. I it's like not... the southern draw though. I just puts yeah. me to sleep. <laughs> it's and then, um, um, who are the guys? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan yeah. Leung. Yeah. They I downloaded they had one last night that came that downloaded and they said they actually have uh, some exciting news and they're do, they're making some huge changes come the new year. Hmm. What what that is I have no idea. Maybe they're doing maybe the they're doing a third show or something. I don't know. Hmm. It was they, the uh, what's the game room junkies? I listen to that one. Yeah, yeah. that the guy Preston. I like his you know speaking the way he handles 
telling conversations and stuff. It's it's a little pinball heavy for me though. I, yeah. I I do enjoy it, but it's a little too much pinball for me. Have you, have you guys listened to the Coin Rejects yet? The one from Portland. There's all the ones I listen to. Those are all arcade yes, ones. Yes, I have. Yes, those are good. And then uh, what? Okay, so I saw the one with the red joystick. That's the Diary of an Arcade Employee. Yeah. Okay. Diarrhea. <laughs> so there's some interesting stuff, but it's it's a little strange. I mean, he's probably a very nice guy, but he sounds a little creepy. Yeah, I haven't listened to all of those ones yet. You know. There's uh, also the, the No Quarter podcast. You listen to yeah. that? So those ones, um, I actually have it, I enjoyed a lot of those ones, the original ones. I don't even, I think I actually heard about them from a Broken Token po- podcast. They talked about it. And then I, I was like, huh. So I checked I, it I out. Think I, I, heard it all their, I think they were like on episode 80 or something when I, st- I started episode one. And, you know, cause I, I commute. An hour and a half, two hours back and forth to work every day. So, fast oh, wow. the time. Those podcasts. So, have but, you checked out the uh, Galloping Ghosts one yet? No, I haven't even heard of that one. I know I Galloping Ghosts, but I didn't know they had a podcast. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet, but I know they have a podcast now. So, the, the, uh, the No Quarter one, didn't they just they changed to their own? I was just gonna say that. Now, I was gonna ask 34K because one guy is he lives in Denver, right? You know about him? Which one is this? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the um, No Quarter podcast. Oh. No. One guy, the original two guys. One guy is in Denver. I don't think the they're doing that anymore. And the other guy is in Canada. Yeah, I yeah. thought they could. No, they, they actually, I, I just did a search, and it came up as another thread. They've restarted it. Yeah. It, oh. Underneath their own website. Or they're not underneath that. Uh, they're on some other, on uh, some Monster sort of podcast. Something. Monster yeah. Feet. Monster Feed Pod, yeah, now they're just doing it on their own, I think. Yeah. Uh, and basically, they haven't missed it. It just the, keeps the, going. The, the original guy that kind of, I would say, more hosted it was a Canadian guy. Real, a lot of charisma. You could tell he's uh, he loves to talk. Isn't his uh, name Preston as well? No, Carrington. Oh, Carrington, that's right. That's it, yeah. Or something oh. like that. Yeah, that, those were really entertaining, actually. I thought <laughs> they, the, what, what was different about them is they pick out one game... Yeah, they they would only play like a sound bite of it at the end of each podcast, yeah, and then yeah. one week later, they'll do the review of that game. But their theirs were all main basically. They're the classic arcade era, but they don't actually own the machines. They just play it on their computer or whatever. Yeah. Um, and just you know the their experience like firsthand of playing the game and you know, never playing it before. But I, I always found those pretty entertaining. But then. I guess the the main guy decided he was gonna concentrate because he was really into Apple computers or something, Apple twos, old old school stuff, and he was gonna go back to doing those podcasts, I think. But um, so that they they changed it though, like you said, Orange Whip, the 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 uh, the guy in Denver, I think teamed up with someone else, oh. and um, they did a few podcasts, but then it seems like they they just kind of fell off a couple months ago. Yeah. They, they have a le- I just downloaded it. Like I just figured that out last night, actually. Yeah. They've done eleven. The original was like over a hundred, like one hundred and twenty of them or something. Uh, it went to one hundred and twenty-five, and this one goes from one hundred and twenty-six to one thirty-six. So they've done eleven of the new one. What was the What was the last game they did? Pengo. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that was the last one I listened to. And that's underneath the new the new website. So you actually had to you had to actually search and resubscribe. It's actually two different feeds uh, yeah. on iTunes. Oh, weird. And then they talked about that. There's another one called like Ten Ten Pence. Ten Pence Arcade. Yeah, I follow that one too. I, I, I tried to, but it, it's just the foreign, <laughs> the, the the British accents or whatever. I, I, it's just too hard for me to follow. They like, help put uh, me to sleep. What's that? They help me put put me to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. I love having those accents. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> They've done 46, uh, 46 podcasts so far. Wow. Well, if you dig back into the uh, Broken Token Library, um, I did an interview with them about the TPG, and oh, really? uh, it ran like it was like an hour and a half. And so I, you know, I uh, for, I asked them, uh, well, so you're gonna cut that down, right? It'll probably be like a 15 minute thing. Oh no, we're gonna put the whole thing in there. <laughs> yeah. That's the great thing about podcasts. Yeah. Run it. Who cares? Just if you don't like it, fast That's forward. True. People just fast forward. Right. Do you remember yeah. which one that was, Crafty? Ah, uh, I don't really. It was before. No, it was. It was not long after Grinker's last year. Maybe like December when we finally did it. Um, but yeah, it was just all about the TPG and um, various things, and me kind of rambling for an hour and a half. I want to hear you rambling for an hour and a half. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's it's in the description. Um, so. How is it? Yeah. But uh, I would look around December of 2014, although I, it probably didn't come out till like February of 2015, because they had some big pinball show they went to, uh, and they did like a three-part podcast. So it was kind of it was a couple. So early early 2015. I'll, if I find it, I'll post a link. I'll go look for it. Um, but yeah, so. I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> there, there's another one that I saw. It was, uh, it's like Arcade Hunters. Does that sound yeah. right? That one's a little hard to listen to, too. <laughs> the guy yeah, I couldn't listen to that funny, one. funny, but he's just kind of ultra-nerdy sounding, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a YouTube channel as well. Oh, do they? Okay. I think so. Yeah, I follow the YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I really like uh, um, Arcade Impossible. I wish they would do stuff more often. Those were really wow. entertaining. Those are awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. handicap one. Yeah, I just watched that one yesterday, where they picked up uh, what were they? He picked up uh, Greg picked up like two, and his friend picked up two. No, I think they picked up three in total. Oh, okay. From Windy City Gaming in yeah. Chicago. I wish Greg would show more of his arcade, like, and people in playing it or something. You know, you never really see. Well, 34K, you, you, I think Orange Trip, too, you know, we we talked to him for a bit at BroFest. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think he's just really busy with his career. You know, he's. Yeah, he got a new job last year. Yeah. And a girlfriend, too, I think. Well, he was, I think, self-employed, had his own company with a partner for a number of years, and they got some offer with somebody else. But I think he still does some of his own stuff too. So he's just overwhelmingly busy with all that stuff. And from from what I recall, he said he actually pays someone else to edit his video clips for him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And he's so far behind too, because if you look at he does live feeds on Twitch sometimes, and like his arcade's absolutely full. And yeah. It has been for a while, and 
he's so, he's so far behind on the videos, it's not funny. Yeah. Like, I'd be surprised if his BroFest video comes out before BroFest next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said he, he, he told me he's not going to actually bump it up in, in the thing either. But so it comes he's out. He's a cool guy, though, man. He's got, you know, super intelligent, lots of energy, and he, he knows how to, you know, kind of lay the storyline through his videos. You know, I think it's really well done. I, I wish it was more often, you know. But. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. I'm entertained by his videos. Right. Yeah, it's more of an entertaining thing than a yeah. than a in, infotaining. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Right. It it, it kind of gives me a throwback. I mean, it's not our arcade necessarily, but you know, my youth being with my BMX buddies, going on road trips and riding some new pools or ramps or whatever, and I just kind of feel like that when I watch his videos, where he's got all his buddies on it. You know, gonna go check out a new game and let's see. You know, we can negotiate the price on it and get it. You know, that kind of stuff. Well, if anybody's videos would ever become like a TV show, I would think it'd be his. Yeah, it lends itself to to a TV show way more than anybody else's does. Yeah, I just, that's I how just it's edited. Bummed. I get bummed when he finally gets the game back, and he doesn't like. A lot of times, they don't show him like turn it on in his arcade and play play it for a little bit. They usually, just pulls it into the arcade and the show ends and I'm like, no, I want more. Yeah, because it's more about the story than the actual tech and the actual games, right? It's more about the story of getting it. Him and his buddies going and getting it and meeting new people and stuff. That's why I think it'd be, that's what it could work as a show. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than just a bunch of technical and video game stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I wish he'd do more of them. More often. So there's a all right, so if I gather this right, there's a there's a Galloping Ghost podcast I wasn't aware of. I just did a search for it. I couldn't find it, so... What's yeah. the title of it, 2-in-1? Maybe, yeah. maybe it's only on YouTube. I think they just do it on YouTube, but it actually is like a podcast. Uh, it's just like an audio-only thing. Oh, I just got it. 2-in-1. <laughs> <laughs> All right, something's moving out. i got to come over here. This is what happens when you have arcade just kind of running. Can you guys hear it? Chris, can you say, Uh-oh. hey, guys, we're in the basement? Oh, it's, it's the beer. Gyrus is wigging out. Gyrus. Oh, uh, hanging out uh, curse. Uh, curse. Curse. Hang out. This is why I have my games off. You find it. Same here. It's the hangout uh, curse. <laughs> what? All right, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, wait, did, did you guys hear about this? Uh... So I have the control panel. Can you see the buttons? Yeah. Something about you can fire with number the first player button. It's not working, but it's wigging out. See, it's still making weird noises. Oh yeah. But all right, so I'm gonna turn it off and find the damn power button. So the story I heard, I think it was. Uh, uh, who's the other guy who does all the free play? He he, he he's Adam. a friend of John's. Adam. No, uh, nope, not that one. John. Not Mark Spath. Not not Adam. Matt Osborne. Matt Osborne. There we go. So didn't he do a free play for? Yes. I think he's the one who said that. Like the and I always thought this was weird looking at Jairus. I thought there was a mistake or something. I'm like, why is there... You got the joystick, 
and the fire button's red, and then player one is a red button, the player two is a white button. Did you guys ever notice that or have seen that? It just mm. looks weird to me. And I swear he said in a thread somewhere that player one button also seconds as a fire button. So just depending on how you want your hands spread out, you can you can reach over further to player one button and use that as fire also. And that's why it's red. Weird. I swear he said it. And I was like, well, that's weird. I need to try that out sometime. Just thought about it, but of course now my machine's messed up. So, <laughs> yeah, go figure. It's the curse. Three of us have gotten it. Now. Yeah. I blame Jimbo. It started with his machines. <laughs> I, I blame this damn show. Yeah. <laughs> In case you guys ever want to know, let's see. You, you, you mix these two together, the lager and the amber. I thought I grabbed two ambers, but I grabbed the uh, lager. It's not bad. It's not bad. And then he turned into Dr. Jekyll. It's <laughs> <laughs> your elixir. So I just posted the Galloping Ghost podcast link there if anybody's interested. Is it, yeah, is it YouTube only? It looks like it's just YouTube, yeah. Uh, okay. Is that the one hosted by Danzig? <laughs> a doctor. The guy looks like... Uh, yeah, he, he does. like Danzig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to get this up as a podcast one of these days, too. Good. You can just extract the audio, I guess, huh? Yeah, it's just finding it. I had a couple of guys who have PEM'd me on Clov when I first said we were rebranding this or whatever, and uh, when Arcade Outsiders was kind of going to go on hiatus a little bit, and uh, they had a, you know friends that were starting up a new podcast network with games and stuff, and because hosting a podcast actually costs money. Uh, you can do it on your own website, but most most companies frown from streaming. Um, oh. Music, so you want to go into a pod. Plus, it's a lot easier to for subscriptions and stuff. And this guy said that he was, there's a couple of guys. They said they were starting up a new video game podcasting network, and uh, trying to get it I onto one it. of those. Trying to get it onto one of those guys, and uh, I just haven't heard back. Like in the last two weeks, I decided, yeah, I was gonna do it myself. And I'm like, no, I don't have the time. I'm just gonna get one of these guys to set it up for me, and uh, I haven't heard back. Yeah, I wonder what it costs. It's just the hosting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I have I have web servers and stuff like that myself, but they all frown upon doing that sort of thing on them unless you have a special package with them. Like regular website hosting, they don't they don't appreciate having podcasts on it for some reason. That fills up to us. already rolling the dough off this, right, Orange Whip? You know. Oh yeah. Tens of pennies, maybe. <laughs> uh, there's there's zero monetization monetization on this at all. Because there's no in, there's no commercials that cut into it, right? No ads. No ads. No nothing. Yeah, we all agreed at the beginning of this that we weren't going to do any kind of monetization ever. Yeah. Did you do you guys notice that Johns all of a sudden have ads at the beginning? They never used to, I don't think. But John's arcade. Yeah. This shit's always had ads. Oh, has it? Yeah. I just really noticed the ads the last couple episodes. I didn't notice them before. 
I think it depends on how early you view it from when it's released. So I think it's after so many videos, it gets mo- uh, modernization. Ah. Hmm. Uh, this is an ad blocker on Chrome. You don't see any of that shit anymore. Well, I just I view them all on my Roku on oh. YouTube on my Roku. Yeah. With a dream, warriors. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right, I'm turning into fucking John here. <laughs> It's a guitar. <laughs> so my, oh, my I'm not, I'm not musically the, talented. No, sorry. <laughs> my kids watch a couple of YouTube videos, like on the Black Ops stuff. The there's like a pita pie or something, and some other guy. They just make crazy money. I mean, like millions of dollars actually. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, PewDiePie made like eight, what, eight million or something last year. What does he do? Does he just talk about? Does he just play games and? <laughs> Screams, cameras, plays. Yeah, it's got to be entertaining, you know, to keep get the audience going and wanting to watch them all the time. But uh, somehow they, they got into that core audience of the preteens or teens or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird because I'll watch Twitch once in a while, and on Twitch, I mean, I was like, oh, let's go watch some guy race some cars or something, and his whole thing is this this is his full time job. He sits there and he plays like i racing all day long, and People people just donate money. Like you'll see flashing a bomb the bomb of the screen. Oh, oh, such and such just donated fifty dollars to the thing. Such oh, and such just subscribe. donated. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's nonstop. It's just like nonstop all day long. People are giving this guy money. It's like yeah. I don't understand. Not neither. How about the subscriptions? Like every that means every single time that they get a subscription, they're gonna get a paid you know money every month from that person. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's just a different mentality. I guess the youth of today, maybe I don't know. It's the same with with like uh, you know apps. When I first started doing web development and doing app development, I, I never understood like you know the micro payments and you know how much money those things can make until um, somebody from uh, PopCap Games, which was in Vancouver, did a talk and I went and met him and he said that the first day they put. Uh, what was it? Oh, Bejeweled. Oh, the first yeah. day they put be- like the official Bejeweled on the iPhone, that one lady in England had already dropped five thousand dollars her first month playing that game. Wow! And they actually called her and contacted her and, and asked her like, you know, can you afford this? Are you okay with this? Blah blah blah. And she's like, Yeah, I just love it. I love buying all the extras, and I'm going to continue doing it. Wow! And I just. I, and it's just like, what? How do people do this? Well, how about like Candy Crush, where you can only play for so long, and then when you lose so many times, you have to wait until you can play again, or you can pay, and then you can play some more. Those whole the in-app purchases, right? Yeah, yeah. like Vegas yeah. slots. My mother-in-law started playing it, and she like literally went through it in the first five minutes, and all of a sudden she started breaking her credit card. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Bad news. It's like go play a rule slot machine. At least you have like a ninety percent chance of getting your money back, <laughs> or ten percent, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean those those games are making so much money that way that that pay that freemium, you know, or yeah. free to free to download, but pay to you know to really get anywhere. Right. Yeah, pay to win. That's what's dominating the market right now. Yeah. You know what's really cool? Those are those commercials for the. Uh, the ones with Kate Upton are in on the uh, oh, right. Game of War or a- Age of Age of 
War of Empires yeah. or something. Yeah. Sorry, it's it's um it's Kate Upton's tits, basically. Yeah. No one's on a horse on a horse. That's like one of the worst ones. And and you know that like they're uh, they're hitting up YouTubers that have channels and having them play that game and try to cram it down our throat that they love it too and it's like God enough with that. It's crap. Uh, don't wanna dream no more. Where's that damn video? Uh, we can yeah, well, isn't that a little before your time, though, to be honest? Aren't you, like, in your early 30s? What's that? How old are you? Uh, I'll be 33 soon. See, so you were, like, three years old when that song was on the radio. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love Duncan. Yeah, he's got, he's got arcade games behind him that were probably around before he was born. Right. Um, no, these, these would have been after I was born. They were both 84. Close. Shut up. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, though. I have like this weird nostalgia for our for these. What about games, eyes? Though. What about eyes? Eyes came out the year I was born, I believe. Oh, I think that's cool, though. But see, the weird like I was in that weird time where a lot of these games were still in the arcades, and that's how I have memories of them. And and then I was behind on the times as far as consoles went. I grew up with a twenty six hundred. I didn't get a Nintendo until. I was like six or seven until like almost 1990, so it was like like almost accidental that I went down that same same path as a lot of what people. What I need to see is like uh, pictures of you as a baby with your parents. Fuck, I'm, we're, I'm wearing a Rick Astley T-shirt for crying out loud. Killer mullet, you know. <laughs> oh, my dad had the stash. <laughs> my dad, my dad worked at J.C. Penney's uh, when they still had a sporting goods department. That's how, where he got the Atari. Nice. So, yeah. Did you have a rat tail? No. <laughs> uh, I, I, no, he never. I don't think my dad ever had a mullet. Unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that unfortunate? I don't know. <laughs> I bet a member I had a kick-ass mullet. I'm not afraid to admit. <laughs> I, I was like a sandy blonde-haired boy when I was young. I, I had like a surfer look. Like long straight hair. I think I think my dad wore a members only jacket for like ten years straight. Oh yeah, members only. They were so popular. <laughs> Everybody in school had them. Yeah, I think I had one for a while, and then I and then I uh, I realized maybe that wasn't the coolest thing to wear to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but getting back to Doc and like I the the big hair '80s band music is is like my favorite stuff to listen to when I'm working on games. Shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's such it's such a good like pump up music. What's that? Oh, so that was a, that's a question for some shows. Yeah, what do you what do you listen to when you're when you're working on your games? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me add that to the list. I think we talked about this like really early on, like when we first started doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I had a pretty good good uh, question that could go around the room. It wouldn't really pertain to me, but other people would have good stories. Is What's the scariest or shadiest place you ever picked up a game that you thought oh. maybe you could get stabbed? Oh, I, I have a good I, one for that. I do too. Yeah. Actually, when I, pick, when I picked up my eyes, that... You know? I heard stories. I don't remember what podcast it was that I listened to, but someone was talking about where they were going to go pick up a game, and there's a, a girl sitting um, um, in the room, 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's John and his cubers. So that's John. Yeah, the gun. And he had a gun, and she was supposed to just keep pulling the trigger till it stopped firing. If he had too much, stay stay on the Glock. Yeah, that was the busted cuber because the uh, the interlock wasn't thrown, and they couldn't figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So, what was the scariest arcade pickup? Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, just like a real shady, scary pickup that you weren't sure if you're gonna come back from it. Yeah, I've got two really good stories. I'll I'll wait for that. Hey, hey have you guys ever um, had a, a Craigslist person write you hand write you a receipt? Because <laughs> that was part, that's part of my eye story. <laughs> I get receipts all the time because I got to cross the border a lot from when I buy them in the states. Okay, I just came across an ad here. Let's see if you guys can see this. Does that show up for you guys? Yeah. Bunch of monitors. Yeah, what? Do you know what those are? Like, they said they're out of video machines, but they're 19 inch. Well, are those, those are probably gambling machines, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say, they look like a bit uh, sloppy. For 19 inch, would they just be a standard, like, uh, like a Wells Gardner or K7000 or something? Just in a weird chassis or in a weird case? Or? I don't know. Just my first thought is. That doesn't look like an arcade game monitor. No, it, it says it's from a video machine. One. Yeah, it says it's from a video machine, so I think it's probably a video poker or something. And those yeah. usually have really... I can't tell from those pictures, but they usually have really bad screen burn. It they? doesn't look like they have screen burn at all. That's why I was, that's why I was wondering. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I'm going to reply and see if, if he knows what uh, make and model there, because 200 bucks for 7 is not too bad if they're all working. Seven monitors for two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Could be out of those uh, games you see on the uh, bars in the bar back top. in the corner there. Yeah, like a bar, a bar top of the the uh, touch thingies. Oh, oh right. Yeah, or a touch. Those merit. Yeah, they're not usually nineteen inch though. Yeah, nineteen would be way too big for those. <coughs> God, I know the thirteen inch ones are like five hundred pounds as it is. Actually, those are all uh, Amplifone monitors, aren't they? 19 inch. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you could probably get them down to 150. That'd be a pretty good price for getting like seven monitors. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'll reply to him and see if he knows what they are. Welcome to the Bishop of Battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing we could do. Uh, future episode, we could talk about a, a certain movie, arcade movies we can all watch the previous week or something like that. Maybe I'll have the We Die video done by then. <laughs> well, we all watch that movie Joysticks and Joysticks. talk about how is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, was it Midnight Madness with um, Michael J. Fox? Oh yeah, Midnight Madness. Yeah, that's got a lot of stuff. There's mm. not a lot of arcade movies. Of course, War Games, right? 34 Yeah. War Games, maybe. It's a great one. I came across the, uh, some guy had a website, an arcade website, and he had a whole listing of all the, ar- the arcades and movies or video games and movies. There was, like, tons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, they did a YouTube clip where they show yeah. all the things. Yeah. They show, like, weird stuff. Like, you didn't even notice 
the first time you saw the movie, like in Goonies, where Chunk runs away from a, he's playing cliffhanger, you know, arcade game. It's like right, oh. right. And it gets to the point where the you can just hear the video game and you don't even see it, and they've they've got that on the list as well. I wonder how many movies have used the the death of Pac-Man sound effect when it's not been an actual Pac-Man game. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. It's like, what the fuck? There's a street fight in the background, and you just use that sound effect? You know, yeah. it's, but it's like, the, it's like the 2600 Pac-Man, right? Yeah, always that one. The 2600, yeah. That's the one they had the rights to, the, to that audio clip. Yeah. Then it's in their, you know, sound effect archive. And, oh, video game. Okay, drag, yeah. drop. Put it well, what, it was Warner, right? <laughs> so Warner owned all that stuff. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so the kid would be playing, like, with a, uh, a Xbox 360 controller, and then you hear <laughs> Atari 2600 Pac-Man in the background. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't you hate it in movies where you see people playing, like, a video game, and they're not, you can tell they're not video game players, like, there's this movie called uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin where Seth Rogen and uh, Paul Rudd or whatever his name is, they're playing, I think they're playing uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. And you just watch their hands, how they're playing the controllers. It's like, you know they're not playing shit. <laughs> you can tell they don't even play video games the way they're holding is, is that Is that the scene where he's like, you, know, you want to know how I know you're gay? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, you listen to Coldplay. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's Midnight Madness? I've never heard of that one. Yeah. When is Man vs. Snake coming out too? I just saw that. It's it was just, they just had the premiere like this this past week weekend or yeah. something. Well, they've they've been doing. Uh, we just got just got the the Kickstarter's just got an update last couple of days, so they, they haven't done any real premieres, it's not actually in theaters, they're still waiting, uh, they're doing festivals right now. That's so, taking forever for that movie to come out. <laughs> well, they've got it done, so the, the thing is, they're, they're, the, according to the Kickstarter, is that they're waiting for distribution, and once they get a distribution deal signed, then they'll do all the digital downloads and open it up so that people will start being able to see it. But right now, it's going to be just at festivals, basically, to get interest uh, from distribution companies. I watched, I watched the trailer. I, I, I kind of dig the, the animation. Like, that's a cool approach. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been getting, apparently, um, really good reviews. I think it just won something at one of the last festivals it was at. It's like best Don Bluth or something like that involved with it, right? I don't know if he, how directly involved he was. I know that was one of the... Um, um, one of the stretch goals. Is it like um, the poster or the artwork done by uh, him? Yeah, artwork and animation was stuff that he was supposed to be involved in. Yeah, or they wanted to get him involved in. I don't know how, if I don't know if that worked out or not because I haven't seen the film. Yeah, and then uh, Buffett's got a part in it too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's on the website, so he's he hasn't <laughs> talked about what his involvement with it has been. Just that he's 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 involved somehow. It'll be like one scene where they're picking up a monitor, and he's like, here you go, and that's right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Covering the beard. Yeah, if they do an animation with him, like, with a monitor, you know, it's, I could just see this cartoon character, this 
just giant like accented beard. <laughs> the monitor just comes like peering out of the monitor. Yeah, just yeah. like emergency. <laughs> I have this sitting right here. There's <laughs> another uh, documentary I've been waiting for forever. It's the one on Dragon's Lair. I think it's called Inside the Lair or Beyond the Lair or something like that. I can't remember, but hmm. it's a it's a real in depth documentary on Dragon's Lair and. Like, oh, it's another one I'm waiting for a couple of years for it to come out. Nothing. It won the jury award winner documentary best picture at the Fantastic Fest Film Festival. Oh, awesome. That, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it's on their on their webpage. That's what she said. But um, where's where's that damn rim shot? Sorry, I, I've been slacking tonight. I'm no tiger claw. <laughs> I wish I, I so wish that you could import your own sounds into the library. I have a, a big roster. Yeah, just have them there. Handy. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mo- movie sound bites. Well, then we'd probably the the show probably wouldn't be uploaded. Then YouTube would mute everything if I brought in <laughs> sound clips. Because <laughs> I mean, concurrence. I'm I'm sure we've said this before, but that's one of the most entertaining things about. Arcade Outsiders is the the live aspect of it and the interactivity of people and you know the commenting on stuff and it, it's just a lot of fun the way that one is done you know yeah it, it really too, sets it apart from all the other podcasts it is too bad that it, there's no way for them to translate that I know the, the chat live I I talked to John about this like a transcript. Six months ago or so, and I was like, "Man, it, you need to try to, you know, uh, get someone that wants to volunteer their time to to do that kind of stuff." Well, yeah, but it has to be timestamped though, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like you can beat someone the the chat transcript, and then it's like you've got to see that chat emerge as the conversation emerges. So you're saying right. like a like a lyrics? You need to like synchronize a lyrics it. thing for MP3s, right? Yeah. Little little bounce along ball thing. What what's her <laughs> name? The the one that's with John doing the the video game, Outsiders. Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's kind of they're pretty cool. The the video clips she oh, yeah. does. They they're just kind of like quick, two minute, soundbite things that kind of summarizes a, a section of the video. Yeah, that that kind of stuff's entertaining and make. I could see how that could draw new people in that want to check it out. You know. Yeah, those are, those have been pretty fun. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of too bad that the. I mean, not that we have a lot of people chatting in there, but like if if you had the the live chat room in YouTube and you can somehow have it go along the bottom of the screen, like think, a lower like a lower third, that'd be kind of cool. I think about the only way to well, it'd be about the crudest, cheapest way you could just you know. Screencast, screen capture the whole, but then it'd be from the perspective of who's listening to the show. So you'd see like them typing into the IRC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you no. sign sign in uh, a second computer, who just sit there as its entire job is just sit there and listen. Right. Or you can do a picture and picture two cameras. You can. Although I wonder how easily you'd be able to read that. I guess as long as you were running the the YouTube at a high enough resolution, at a high enough. Uh, That's too much fucking work. HD. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd just be a blocky white blurb. 
the the best of uh, shows are are enough work for me right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll get criticized to hell. Why didn't you have this in there? Uh, because yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> you just gotta you gotta take the high road with that kind of stuff, you know. What just... no no bobcat? Yeah, cause fuck you. Help <laughs> <laughs> your response. So Mike uh, has, I think Harry should get in on some of this. Yeah, you know I don't think he has internet at home. He does everything off of his uh, cell phone. Oh okay. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Is that is that a cloth or yeah. cloth or however you say that? Mm-hmm. Well, you can do Hangouts on uh, you know if it's an Android phone. Uh, he's got an iPhone. I think he's I think he's stealing internet from his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirty four k. I tried to do that that Skype call we did with John that one time from my phone. Yeah. And it would not work. It only does one-on-one. It won't allow more than two people at once. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, you got like uh, you have to pay. You have to pay them money to get group calling on Skype. Um, what? Because my mom pays for that, so my brother and I and her can all Skype together. Yeah, I think it'll do voice. It'll do up to. Uh, it'll do a pretty big group. But like when you want to do video, it. Cuts off at like two. Yeah, you gotta pay extra for three. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It's like we 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 did the call with them for the Brofest thing, and we he and I it was like working fine, and then he he added you to the call, and all of a sudden I dropped off or whatever right. happened. So then I got this lap my I grabbed my son's laptop. That's what I'm on right now. So. <laughs> so it was, uh, Ten-year-old technology uh, video quality. So. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Um. Oh crap! What, did you just wake up? So, all right. Oh. Before I forget, I got a couple things to talk about. Crafty, uh, you said something about having a new revision on the TPG. Whatever. I was. Yeah. Um, I I released. It was like back in the spring that I put it out. So I was going to, for people who didn't have burners, or I was just going to bring a bunch of chips to Grinkers. So I have no idea if I have the latest release or not. Let me look you up here. <laughs> like I'm going to use it any time in the next months or whatever, but... <laughs> uh, you are you are on version 3, so you're good. Perfect. All right, um, good. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I think I'm still running on the, the beta version. Yeah, I gotta get you version three. Version three added a, a configuration screen on screen where you can turn patterns on and off that you want to use, so you don't have to cycle through all of them every time. Cool. That was the big change. And uh, then the other thing, uh, Mike. Um, before I forget, are you are you planning on bringing your? Uh, you got like a drone thing with the camera on it. You might be able to bring. Uh, I, well, I, I wasn't planning on it, but did you guys still really want me to do that? If you can, I mean, okay. I think John would be stoked about that if you could do like a video clip. You know, when we go do our group picture outside. You could fly okay. it into Fritz's uh, hotel room. 
<laughs> yeah, let me... Uh, hey, Gek. Um, <laughs> I love this post. I'm not going to show up on purpose. Hold, hold on a second. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I know what he's bringing. He's bringing a frizzle stick. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, wanna, I really want to see this on camera. <laughs> Comes back, he doesn't have a shirt on. <laughs> or he's wearing a medium. He's got a cord hat. He's got a nipple through the mouth hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hold the straw up. <laughs> you guys see that fly flying around here? <laughs> oh, Mike. I couldn't get a good idea of what the scale was like seeing the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, that should be a prize. I'm not going to bring this. Some, something about like the, the size right of the head the and the round shape. It looks like a dick. Uh, now now put, your face, put your face behind it so we can see through the hole. Can, put your can, eye in the hole. <laughs> That'd be a great mask for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Can uh, can can you paint the 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 whole flesh water like a like a flesh tone? Fritz, I love you, buddy. He, you, him, and Mike had my back last year, so I'm forever in debt to you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I made an animated GIF of that of that uh, graphic at some point. What happened? <laughs> so that maybe it was kissing or something. I don't know. There was some animation I did in some. Yes, the, uh, in the in the I thought it was Ty maybe, but it, it might have been you. In the in the in bed, the guy's like all sweaty. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, he did that one. Comes in from the side. Who took yeah. that photo of him? Did they just like like here here snap and flash the photo because he looks like, like just out of it, like not prepared that for a photo. I, I grabbed from uh, the Greenfest last year, a group picture we had. I just okay. found a random picture of him. <laughs> yeah, Ty might have done the uh, the one with the in the bed one. I just did the one of it was like a still shot of him. Of that, but it's that same head. So I don't think a whole lot of eyes are going to see this, so I'm going to go ahead and throw this up here. Uh, oh, those are cool. That might be a sticker right there. Oh, sweet. That's cool. And, uh, Is that part of the uh, VIP kit? Oh, nice. VIP tit. Nice. One more. Nice. Uh, nice. Oh. If only I had a trapper keeper. There's other stuff too, but uh, I figured, ah, why not? We'll show those. <laughs> what was what was the last thing? What was that? That's the, the main uh, logo. No, but I mean, is it a sticker? Yeah, it's yeah. a sticker. Oh, okay. That's the, there's the mustard right there, baby. <laughs> not a lot of mustard. Well, you know, he tries. Oh, just the right amount, actually, I said. <clears throat> just the right amount. First just the reference here, we got the cup. Oh, sweet. The right spot. Merchandising, merchandising. We put our name on everything. I, I say, you know, we're all at some level collectors slash hoarders, and we love to, you know, think about memories of good times, so this kind of all ties into that, I say. You know, and of course, we got... Uh, Spaceballs, the lunchbox. We have two, we have two right. of our three sponsors on here tonight, right? So we got. Oh, that's right. Uh, we got uh, Crafty Mac right there. Yep. And 
you can see it here. Here's I'll be the unofficial sponsor. Hobby Town. I still have my lanyard from, from the last year's event. It's hanging in my office. Nice. Yeah. You know, they're falling out right here. <laughs> I think. I think, you know, they're small enough where it does take up too much space and gives you a story to remember, stuff to reminisce. So, yeah, it's all good. good. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. And then I also have... Uh, Ooh, there we go. The Cult of Clint, baby. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you got an autograph there, right? Clint, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I had to get Clint to sign it. Come on. Should have had him sign it, Clint Torres. <laughs> even put a little, even put a little smiley face on it for me. Ooh. Come on. He he refers to himself as Clint Torres now, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> Clint's actually a pretty cool dude. Oh, yeah. I like him. He's super cool. Yeah, yeah he's on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to show me how to reset my password, son of a bitch. <laughs> he's going to show a lot of us that, I think. Yeah, I don't remember it. So, Brian, you say you have a, a question for me. You can just talk, you know. Yeah, um, there's a, uh, locally there's a uh, track and field with a trackball. Yeah. For, like, for 150 bucks. But buy it. Please pull up to the next window. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was <coughs> Dave. Dave was like, "Oh, you want the buttons? You want the buttons?" But I remember playing with the ball, trackball. So you can always, you can always buy another control panel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, what do they go for? The control panel. Yeah. Depends on who you get it from. I mean, you could build your own if you wanted to. I would say probably on the low end, fifty bucks. On the high end, a hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. But one hundred fifty bucks for a working track and field. Yeah, fuck, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Better price than mine. I mean, a working monitor is a hundred dollars easy any day. Yeah. You know, ah. so you're paying okay. fifty bucks for all the wiring and buttons and rollerball and plywood and everything else. I mean, that's nothing. Was that common for a trackball for that game? I've never seen it before. Yeah, it, it came out later. Really? Yeah. I never saw the trackball version. I know that was a later release, I think. It was, late, it was a later release, yeah. Huh. They, uh, from my research, they put trackballs on the last batch that they manufactured. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I think I read somewhere, I don't know if it was... Um, I think they were trying to get away from the people who were just beating the crap out of the buttons and using, like, you know, aerosol can lids and combs and brushes and, and shit. They were just beating the crap out of the buttons, so they were trying to come up with another way of doing the same thing, I think. Well, when I was in high school, we used to build in woodshop class special track and field sticks that would actually connect to each button perfectly, and you just... Put it between your fingers and you can tap it. It'd be like a perfect rhythm. I remember guys having the. Uh, it was like a pencil. They would they would trim a pencil down with a rubber band. Yeah. And somehow they had the yeah. rubber band on the finger. And they're just like, yep. you know, they just hit one side. Yep. That's I used to use I used side. to use shaving cream lids. 
But I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. I could put put my put my two fingers inside the shaving cream lid and just rock it back and forth like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I could get to them quicker because it's wider than my finger, right? But it's still, uh, you know, it's still has, it's pliable. Huh. Yeah, tricks. Yeah, but you could get like awesome. I used know. to get awesome good scores on that, but nothing compared to what heck uh, oh, Fly man. does. I mean, holy yeah, he cow! Does, he does seven fingers on one button. I know it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because the first time I heard that he was there, I'd never met him or heard of him, and I was over in the corner playing, um, I think Seawolf or Blue Shark or, or whatever, and uh-huh. all of a sudden I just heard this, and it was really loud. Yeah. I was like, "What yeah, the hell is that?" I look over and everybody's standing around him playing track and field. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how loud it is. So, so my uh, I have a track and field. Well, it's a uh, it's a hypersports cabinet, and I have both track and field and hypersports games. And three different years, I brought both circuit boards to California Extreme, and every year he goes on it and just puts a crazy, ridiculous score on it. And I remember the first year, I, I told my two boys, they were probably around 12 and 14 years old, somewhere around there. I'm like, you got to watch this guy. It's, it's crazy. And they, they were like, how does he do that? It doesn't seem humanly possible. <laughs> he's, he's just like, you know, it, it's some. I, I forgot the number. It's something like thirty hits per second or something. Like that, yeah, which is I about mean, as much as the board can take. Yeah, it, it's the refresh rate of the monitor or something like that, or the circuit board. Oh, 60, really? sixty a second. So, but that's thirty on, thirty off. Thirty yeah. So it's yeah the cycles. So it's actually thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Jeff C. I think filmed it and like, he slowed it down and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was the craziest video. <laughs> that was neat. The women love it. I know. <laughs> Don't compress buttons like him. Many many jokes were saying about how many yeah how many fingers. Uh... I mean, it's funny because essentially nobody could ever really be better than him at the game because he he's maxing the machine out essentially. Yeah, other, than, exactly. other than timing for like the high jump or the or the um, whatever the hell it is, shot put or whatever. He does he does the same kind of on like Nintendo or or a television or something like that. I've seen videos of him, and he'll, he'll you know the Nintendo controller is like square, the original one, and he'll turn it he'll turn it like sideways so he can hit the buttons different. It, and I don't know if you guys have seen those videos. He's he's the same kind of thing. He's like. But those, I think you have to alternate the buttons, I want to say. And he holds the controller sideways and just... Crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. why I, fi- I find it uh, suiting that he plays Honda in uh, Street Fighter because uh, Honda's one of the few characters that you have to piano the buttons for some of his special moves. Okay. So. <laughs> well, even when he was playing Excitebyte, I watched him for a while, and if he crashed... Yeah. You have to tap the buttons to get back on. He's just like, yes, <laughs> literally like a, like a half a second. He's like on his bike again because he's hitting yeah. the, so the The guy doesn't even crawl up. He just jumps right onto the bike. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like he's about to fall off the bike and just catches his balance and is back on it again. He just ditches the bike and then finishes the race by himself. <laughs> it's that fast. Right. <laughs> he yeah, just he's just passing up other other bikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it's crazy watching him play those games. 
That's pretty cool. It makes you sad because it's like, well, I'm never going to be as good as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny when Excite Bike had 47 lives on it and they had to unplug it and plug it back in again. That was insane. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. Yeah. I think he was already at a high score that was like way past the next person, too. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was something like Kalen got a certain score. And Fly was like, well, I'll get ten times that and be good. Yeah. <laughs> then the characters start looking weird, too, like because the, the machine doesn't record it right or something. Yeah, it starts using, like, letters, I think. Yeah. For the millions place. Yeah, it uses letter E for a million or something like that, yeah. Yeah. I still have to get past track seven. I haven't gotten past the last track yet. <laughs> <laughs> you still need to get to uh, level 7 on eyes there too, Crafty. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I do. I don't have it here, though. I, I, I can't play with Andrews. You have, to, you have to live at Andrews' place for like a week. We'll do Google Hangout training sessions. <laughs> so, have you guys heard uh, for Grinkers, is, is there like two tournaments, three tournaments? Like, I think last year they actually announced that there was different tournaments. I thought there was supposed to be a bro and a pro with the same games, but just different divisions. Right, but last year there was like the black and white challenge and the They announced there was going to be like a a big tournament. There was going to be in two small tournaments, but they haven't announced anything like that this year. I know the last two years they had three tournaments each time. Yep. Yeah, and but they usually announced that they were doing that. I don't know if they've. Uh, not that I've heard that they that they've announced that yet. Hmm. Maybe not. Well, they don't know. announce the games until you get to the Thursday, but they usually say that there was yeah. different tournaments. Well, then all the, all the other like little side tournaments, like dollars for this game or dollars right. for that game. Warlords. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not part of the tournament. That's just like quick little things that just happen randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I actually prefer playing the three the little three-game ones or seven-game ones rather than the 15-game ones. We've got half the board here, so... Um, well, Steve's got, what, three Rockola games? Nibbler, Warp Warp, and Eyes now? You could do a Rockola challenge. Yeah. They just haven't, they just haven't mentioned if there's actually a manufacturer's challenge. Right. Or if there's, a, like, a black-and-white challenge, or if there's just one big tournament, that's all. Yeah, it'll be interesting because... Do you guys already know? Yak and Andrew, do you guys know already? Okay. Yeah, we've already talked about it, yeah. Okay, cool. So don't ask them. (laughs) No, I'm not going to ask them. I'm just curious if they didn't didn't mention if there was multiple tournaments or not. I'm I'm going to text Andrew right after the show. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have the actual uh, main tournament. Well, I didn't didn't say what I text you about. I might just text you. I don't know. (laughs) I can't tell you nothing. I mean, like a, a cockpit, uh, you know, See, from sexting to cocks. Oh, a cockpit challenge would be leave, cool. Leave, leave it to Aaron. A cockpit challenge. That's right. Yeah. yeah that right. Pole cool. position, Star Wars, E dot. Well, missile command. You missile can't command. Play. Yeah, missile command. Pole position. Well, that could be marathon. Ah, thirty-four K screwed on all those. Yeah. <laughs> they can call it. They should call it the cockzibition. <laughs> and on that note, boys, it's uh, 3 a.m., so I gotta go. Where are you going? Oh. Well, in two hours, I gotta be at go. 
two hours, I'll leave it for work, so... Uh, oh, man. Maybe a little bit of sleep, maybe a shower, maybe just throw on some deodorant and go. I think you have a bed, but Pac-Man... Spoken like a true Grinker attendant. <laughs> I wish. Right. Oh, so, someone please smuggle me across the border and uh, get me over there. Uh, you, you're lucky. In about, about ten minutes, i got to drive to the airport. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to stay out much longer either because that, that 4 or 5 a.m. is going to come early on Thursday morning. So yeah. Thursday morning, but tomorrow's Wednesday. <laughs> all right, boys, have a good yeah, one. Yeah, but I've been sick for a week, so. Uh, all right, see you, Steve. See you, Chris. See ya. See ya. And we ought to probably, uh, I don't think we're going to do a show next Tuesday. No. I already kind of announced it. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a few of us that stayed on last week and actually continued the show on for a while. So. Hey, we did. Uh, we did Thursday. We did. Week. We did. No. Did you? Yeah. Oh, did you? That was when uh, I hosted. Um, we did trivia and stuff like that on the on the Tuesday. We did a bunch of trivia questions and shit. Oh yeah, I think I was still up for that. Yeah, you were. Yeah. That's right, because I took Wednesday out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I mentioned then that we, I wasn't gonna do one on the, the Tuesday. Well, do you want to download that file and and so I I could put it in the feed, uh, Jimbo, or what? What file? You, you did it on Thursday. Yeah, but I didn't do a live. We just we just did it was kind of last minute right after uh, okay, the, I gotcha. the show, so gotcha. it was just it wasn't a live. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was dead sick. I was gonna ask you guys. I was like, I was fucking sicker in hell. So. Yeah, I th- I think it went for what maybe an hour. It wasn't very long. There was maybe like five or six of us. Right. Yeah, I was like, they they announced it. I was like, oh god, do I gotta do show? But I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I've had like the flu for for almost a week now. So shit. Just. Today is the first day I've been starting to feel better. But I do, to do this, I even had to pound a bunch of drugs down. So, ooh, well, you don't drink, so you know it's got to be one or the other. Yeah, prescription, not even prescription, no over the counter. But we have over the counter. Actually, he's already on the ground. I got He was supposed to be here in like 45 minutes, but he's on the ground right now. So I'm going to the airport now. See ya. All right, thanks, All right, later. See you, two, see you in two days, huh? Yeah. yeah. Two days, Grinks. <laughs> Doyle rules. Yeah. We actually have non-prescription like uh, Tylenol with codeine and stuff in it here. Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Just go buy some bottles of codeine and pop them. Nice. <laughs> Anybody else do anything new this week? I, I got a few. Uh, you can see them above my shoulder. A bunch of Neo Geo games there. Yeah, what cards yeah. do you have sitting Neo back there? Geo, Neo. I got all those ones there for kind of free as well. Anything um, I see Metal Slug something. Metal Slug. Uh, yeah, and I also have... I told you about the ones I had before, right? Did I mention those ones? I think you might have. Yeah. Um, well, let me grab them here because I don't know what the hell they are. Just give me one sec. Wind jammers? You know, I just... I, it's funny, I... I uh, we were in a warehouse like I don't know a week ago, two weeks ago maybe more. But um, we found a, there was a Japanese car that turned out to be Windjammers, and I, I looked at it and I was like, Windjammers? I don't know what the hell that is. I don't want to play that. So I just gave it to John Exidy, and uh, later I find out it's like a hundred and fifty dollar card. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> one of the popular Neo Geo carts. 
I used to have that cartoon. I paid eight bucks for it, and now I have friends and stuff that are just like, I want Windjammer so bad, I'll trade like ten Neo Geo cards for it, and I'm like, uh. Yeah. I, um, I never. I mean, I looked it up, and I was like, well, you know, uh, it's it's just not my kind of thing. Well, it's fun to play against somebody. It's not yeah, fun to play it. computer. Yeah. Computer like cheats like crazy. So yeah. Samurai Samurai Showdown two. And this one's in the box, and it's got That's all the a brand. Great game. It's yep. got all the brand new uh, stickers and marquee and everything like that's in the box still. Awesome, that's a good one. I played the show that at Godfather's Pizza. Yeah, that was fun. This one we wish I wish it was Shock Troopers, but it's not. Oh, uh, what is it? It's um, Super Poopers. Yeah, that's what, exactly what it is. Uh, World know. Heroes Two Jet. Yeah. And it's again, it's got all the stickers and everything like that in it. World Heroes 2 Jet is I like the special edition of. Uh, World I think Heroes it's the, I think it's the sequel of uh, World Heroes 2. Why would they call it Jet? It's a fighting game. Well, you know, it's a weird Japanese thing. And then I got a um, I can't remember what the hell it's called because this one's all in. Um, oh yeah, Stakes Winner One, Japanese one. Stakes Winner Two. Oh, good. Uh, over top. I don't know what that one is. It's actually uh, like a an adult game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like say. an isometric car racing game. Uh, it's, it's actually called, it's uh, actually it's top or bottom. It's actually somewhat sought after the over top. I think Metal Slug Two. Oh okay. Yeah. Puzzle Bobble. Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty. Nah, that's a great game. game. Yeah, I used to have that one too, and Arrow Fighters too. Yeah, Arrow Fighters is good. The other ones I have sitting here is Magical Drop 2, uh, Cyber Lip, which I think is uh, one that goes for a few bucks. Yeah, uh, another adult game. World Heroes Thrash Rally, which is actually kind of cool. And King of the Fighter. Yeah, there's like a billion of those. Yeah. Um, now, actually, a friend of mine... Cyber Lip is good, though. Yeah, that one, that, that one I think I looked up and it was worth a few dollars. I need to find like a viewpoint and buy it for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I want uh, Neo Drift Out. Neo Drift Out, okay. So did, you all, did you get all those as like a package deal or what? Uh, the two in box I got for for uh, some guy just wanted to pull a monitor out of his uh, ass oh. his cabinet because he didn't like dealing with monitors, and so he gave me those in return. Um, the other ones, uh, I'm just making some small trades with uh, another local guy. Um, he wants, he wants. Uh, I have two rejuvenators, uh, two B and K 467s, and so some of them are for that. And then he still owes me a, a two or three more, I think. Um, yeah. So I'm just trading, trading a couple for, for games. Yeah, me and Andrew went in on a Cinecor 7000, I want to say, or something like that. Yep. I haven't used it yet, but I'd like to, I need to test one too with it. I'd like to play around with it. I've used the shit out of my CR70. Oh, yeah, I've used my 467 quite a few times now. It pays for itself really fast. Well, it's amazing how just, you know, how bright you can get the colors to be. And it's a nice peace of mind, too, just a check tube. 
Here, I want to, there's something I want to show you on one of these games, and I can't remember which game it is, though. And Gak's killing it on some Super Sprint in the background. Try it, Hey, hey Gak, have you ever owned a, a an off-road? The off-road? off-road? Yeah. Four of them. Okay. What gets played more, Super Sprint or that? For me, this one by far, but each person has their own... Uh, uh, preference. I, I really I, want one of those, and I don't know which one to get. I, I want a Leland uh, Ivan Stewart off-road. Oh, I picked so up fun. a two-player off-road. I got two-player yeah, off-road I picked up like a month ago. I want the three and to put it in, in a corner. There was a, a great deal on um, Craigslist this, uh, this, was it this week. I think it was this week or, or no, early last, last week uh, for $300 for one. So, I'd say that's good. I know, is that one of the steering wheels didn't work, but um, you know that could be fixed, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I I think I paid less than that for my two two player one. Two player yeah. ones are somewhat rarer too. Yeah, yeah like two player one would be perfect because it's not so big. Ah, uh, after you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, I don't know. Do you know much about? So this rash rally. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> What the fuck are these things right here? Oh, those look like uh, they look like holes that have been drilled in the side. No, there's actually some sort of connectors, and someone oh. was someone was telling me that there's actually some that you could actually connect the carts to another to another Neo Geo, another Neo Geo, and play multiplayer. Oh, weird. No idea on Thrash Rally. Yeah, that's that's what we were looking at. And he's like, oh, maybe that's one of those multiplayer carts that you can plug in and and play multiplayer with. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up because it's it's there. No, there's something inside there. Like you can actually plug something into it. Wow. Like networked up, huh? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't so know. I might ha yeah, I might have to look that. He just told me like uh, when he was here tonight, the guy who dropped off the marquees for Steve. Yeah, I'm looking at something here talking about Lincoln X Thrash Rally. Yeah. So they yeah they must have some kind of link between them then. That's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a good drunk driver, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, admitting it is the first step. Yeah, I mean, the thrash really itself looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> That's half the battle. Yep. GI Joe. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. And knowing. <laughs> the more you know. Yep. Oh, where's, where's the little star? Yeah. Yeah. Connect. Just see my little, uh, my is little. Brian, is Brian talking to Dave? Little picture I found here. Oh, it's so. Let's see. I'm gonna. You doing one of those one nine hundred numbers? What the hell is that? Did you found, Aaron? That's how ice cream is made. Oh, is it? Yeah, the unicorn shits out those little swirls. <laughs> I love how the colors come out too. And it, and the little frosty smoke that comes off of it. Well, yeah. I'm gonna share this in case uh, we got anybody who's watching. I guess. Because it's cold. Is Mike playing a Neo Geo or what? What is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I loaded up Thrash Rally. I wanted to see what it was. Oh, okay. Do you have a multi-cart? Yeah, is that a home version? What is that? No, it's my Xbox that I've maimed. 
Oh, okay. So, <coughs> it's mesmerizing. Mike, we need to talk. <laughs> I, I can do those. I do those all the time. I, I've got an Xbox that was modded, but that was, I don't know, 10 years ago, and it's it's gotten messed up. It, it turns on and runs, but the games don't load very good. Is it old Xbox or Xbox 360? Uh, old Xbox. Xbox. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mine, mine's, mine's modded. Yeah, I really like this. Uh, this is um, CoinOps, which is, and, and, and they have, um, so CoinOps is kind of a generic looking um, screen, but, you know, for loading games. But then he's, there's another emulator that's kind of got almost like a hyperspin front end to it. Um, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't have a preview. That's pretty cool. That's a little preview of it. Yeah, and then you can click on it. It'll tell you about the game. But this is the... Uh, I'll load up the... Um, this is called Vision. Same guy who makes it. But he has, um, you know, like kind of more graphics. and. Oh, that's really cool. Same thing when you go in each category. And he'll have little things that'll... Pop in. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah. So this, this is. Do they formula to fit on a 16 by 9 also? Yeah. Well, yeah. It'll. It, it. You can. He has different settings, so you can. You can have it true pixels, um, or you can have it set for widescreen. So this. This is 720p. All this stuff. Right. That's cool. And then, uh, you, so you, know, you can have it with stretch or not. Um, I forget how I have it set up on this one. I don't usually go into this as much. Whoops. Oh, there you go. So much for showing it off. I got an error. <laughs> Sega. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> but I just want to see what Thrash Rally was. Oh, uh, okay. Well, can you show it to us? Yeah. Let me... Let me uh, Amazing star. It looks like it's a top-down... Um, it's kind of like isometric a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like... Uh, um, APB. RC Pro-Am. Most of the Neo Geo racers are all top-down. or right, well, That card's going for 100 bucks as well on eBay. Thrash Rally? Yeah. Wow. Well, did you that, that make my controller, Mike? What's that? Yeah, I made this. Cool. This is uh, actually... Um, I just bought the case... And then it's a Sanwa uh, JLF, and then I'm using um, uh, Crafty. What's a uh, what's our buddy's? Um, oh, Undams. Uh, um, USB encoder or yeah, uh, open or what is that? Yeah, what is his USB encoder called? <laughs> oh, crap, I forget. I just know his username is Undamned. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I'm so bad at remembering that. Um, it's just an Xbox USB encoder. Okay. It, oh, it's not the Cade, is it? No, yeah, the Cade. That's what oh, I was Oh, it's, uh, yeah, okay, so that's, um, the other guy's, um, yeah, Cade, uh, Sharp Four. last year. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he came to Grinkers, yeah, it's Sharp last year. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. So it's, it's USB out, and that's actually what an Xbox is. It's just a USB right. uh, plug. Does the mapping for you? Yeah, it's actually out of the box. It's uh, Xbox. 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, you wire it in. So. Crap, rally. What but it's like a turning track. Do you have jumps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got the jump action. Did you get any weapons or anything, or what? By Hunter? I don't know if he can hear us. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if they made a spy hunter this way. Yeah. <laughs> like the way they should have done Spy Hunter 2, maybe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> spy Hunter 2 was such a oh. huge back in the day. I, I've never seen one in person. I've just seen pictures and video. Ugh, that looks terrible. It's so bad. Nobody played it when it came out. Yeah. I remember when it hit our arcade. <laughs> like, what is this hunk of shit? <laughs> it looked horrible, played horrible, sounded horrible. It was, it was so. Yeah. So I guess uh, Lee, uh, I'm, Lee Bowling is another cart that can be linked together. I'm on IRC in a different, uh, a different conversation, but. Um, I used to have League Bowling when yeah. I had my last machine too. It's actually what I want to get again. So those are two Neo Geo carts that have that link feature. I had no idea that that was even. It's weird that you plug it right into the cart. Yeah, it's not well, being told it's like a stereo cable. Just a one eight stereo cable that links them together. Yeah. Huh. yeah, they look like headphone jacks. That's what they look yeah. like. Yeah, that's what it looked like, so that's pretty cool. I mean There you go. Look, we learned something new today. I wonder do you have to go into some settings to tell it, okay, I'm linking these two together, look for the other system or I wonder if you have to do something like that. Yeah, I'm sure it's got to be like dip switch settings on the Neo Geo board. Yeah. Maybe to have to be set a certain way, or yeah. Um, I wonder if that would be in um, in Mame if they would have those settings. You could play yeah. people over the internet. That'd be pretty badass. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea on that. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the AES link mode. So AES that's the home console one, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's for MVS or AES. They'll they'll both do it. Yeah. Because the cart, an, like an MBS cart, has the AES code on it too. Because with uh, the Unibios, you can switch to home, like the home version of a game. Yeah. They're yeah. usually almost identical, but sometimes they're a little different. Yeah, like Metal Slug with the no blood and turn it to sweat for home right. versions. That's and like Magician Lord has a longer like, intro sequence on the AES version. Oh, it's really. Oh, look at that. That's close. Okay, yeah. 
Hey, did you zoom in? It looks like he's closer. Ooh. <laughs> and the graphics got better. <laughs> yeah. That's Neo Drift Out. Oh, Neo Drift Out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I switched on you guys. <laughs> it wasn't that good before. <laughs> yeah. Give it a shot. This one looks kind of cool. It's like you got to drift those coins. Oh. <laughs> no, the, the physics are realistic. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Might have just added that game to my list. Now you've got one, right? It pretty much have to give you the, the warning with the arrows there. Otherwise, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight into a wall. <laughs> this one seems to play better with uh, American sticks, too. I'm having, I can play a lot better... Uh, on my big red than I can with this thing. Oh, right. It's, I think it's the, the stiffer springs and the stiffer sticks. Yeah, the throw on the Japanese sticks is, re is really short. Yeah, I'm usually much better than this. Yeah, I'm reading a thread about the Thrash Rally linking, and they even said right in it that uh, they're like $100, $120 for the cart. Wow. Oh, really? Wow, there you go. Got that one for free. And sell that shit. <laughs> <laughs>